What's up, fuckers? I I'm got good. to actually say yeah, my I'm shit. Finally got it. God damn, I got to say my shit this week. Yeah, That's I'm, awesome. I'm all hopped up on Sudafed and shit, so I'm cotton mouth as fucked. Oh, yeah. All jacked up on Mountain Dew. Yep, yep. Yeah. I used to do Sudafed in a different way. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, okay. it. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Never, in Never in the veins. Never in the veins. All right, well, we are back, and bef- I guess before we get started. Disclaimer: The views and the views expressed in tonight's episode. Well, they're fucking ours too. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if we say something. If I say something, shit, I say. But no, Ben. When I was talking to him earlier, he's like, "I'll just say whatever because I don't care. Y'all are still be getting booked and everything." I'm like, "Dude, I don't give a shit. Say what you want." I nine times out of ten, I agree with everything you say. Fair enough. And we don't agree on some things, but. That's part of being an adult. Exactly. You know? Exactly. You disagree respectively. Yeah. um, And if I don't get booked off of shit you say, I mean, shit, I got booked off of your shit work, so. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Or didn't get booked. You're welcome. Yeah. No, it wasn't my fault. (laughs) Um, No putting babies. No, but. uh, (laughs) Goddamn snitch. (laughs) If I don't get booked for shit I say right now, fuck, I've had two matches this year. I mean, shit, I've That's been doing it. this. Literally, Damn. two. I've been doing this shit long enough. You either want to book me or you don't want to book me. I don't fucking care. You and should book guys based on their talent anyway, period. God damn, that's why I don't get booked. What the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> You're a shitty indie worker. Exactly. Let's kid. All right, so let's just go ahead and cut this off. Uh, who all we got in here? Uh, Jason Hampton. Drew Game. Ben Thrasher. Josh Cox. Will Clark. Will's always after the Cox. <laughs> 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 I was wondering if you're making Cox joke. I mean, that's always? just the first one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all small. Hey, oh, yeah. Well, not all. Hey, Ben's speaking here. of small ones, Will found something to show you later. <laughs> 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 I, I named it the Spurlock Extender. All right. Just for just for the record, I want to see it on the air. Oh, okay. Well. We'll go ahead and take a commercial break right here while Will's pulling that up, and we'll be Point right out. back. <laughs> we'll be right back. All right, so show me what you want to show me. Look <laughs> <laughs> close. Yeah. I, okay. Rocky goes there, and then that goes Jennifer. No, I see what it is, but that's kind of like the foot one. Have you seen that? Yeah. The yeah, what? The, no? Yeah. Will, you're a social media guy today. Find the foot one. <laughs> what is a f- foot fetish? It's just a foot, but it's got... Are we going to talk about Snitsky this whole podcast? It, it's a... Um, or a... So you um, fuck a foot? What's his name? Yeah. Oh, man. I just lost a fucking joke. <laughs> Damn it. Tony Atlas. Tony Atlas. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. 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 Oh, Saba Simba. <laughs> Uh, let's not call him that right now. I was about to say that that this is not the right time to call him old gimmick names. No. <laughs> All right. So let's start off while, you know, usually if I say, hey, I'm on my way, that means I'm not left the house. <laughs> uh, if I say, hey, I'm on the interstate, I may, I may have left the house. <laughs> if you say you're on the interstate, you're just getting out of the shower. No, literally, Julie got me one time. She's, I was like, hey, I'm on the interstate. Really? Which one? Uh, <laughs> fuck, fuck, fuck. Um, that's why I love her. She outsmarts me. Only, the, like only the person for originally ever to do it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. So Drew's on gay time? Oh. No, I'm on Drew time. It's very close to gay time. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I, 
you know, say, all right, Julian, we're going to da 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 I call someone that I'll reference here in a little bit on, you know, get right. their opinions because there's friends I have that their opinions matter and they say, fuck, use my name. I don't give a fuck. Someone come to me. <laughs> exactly. All right. And so, got a couple Cokes. I have a nice adult beverage. I bet you all can guess what's in here. Oh. Water. Yep. No. It is clear. Yep. Want some, Josh? No. Um, (laughs) So I, you know, put this cup right here in the middle, you know. Oh, no. All right. Start pulling out, and there's a cop car that goes by. Speaking of which, we did check the back seat. Yeah, that cop car passed by the house, and we were looking in the back seat. Yeah. Hey, there went Drew. No, 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 that's what it was. It's like. Ooh, we're gonna sit here right here and talk on the phone because I shouldn't be on the phone either. <laughs> you know, so I just see don't... that's the security here in this gated community. Yeah. Cops drive through all the time. It's... Yeah, got to. It's the the perks of living in a gated community. Exactly. But, you gotta have that code to get in, and then the cops are like right there. So yeah, I just uh, I took a second. <laughs> understandable. Totally understandable. I do not. I, I do not have a DUI on my record. Believe it, fucking not. <laughs> Neither do I. I and I do not want to get one now because I'm in wrestling and restaurants, the two yeah. that have the most DUIs in the business. Yeah. So, uh, cheers. Cheers. Now you got you're the only one with liquor. Cheers. It's not liquor. You even said so yourself. <laughs> it's frozen wine. But it was good. Was it Maui Wowie? Isn't that a strain you can buy at that greenery store? I don't know. I think it's something like Bray Wyatt says, isn't it? (laughs) All right. So, y'all want to just get into the shit? Yeah, let's go ahead and get into uh, the issue that went on over the weekend, I guess you would say. Yeah, I think it was Saturday morning. I know it was Saturday morning when I Hell, I got it pulled up. I I can pull it up right here, too. What? If you guys joined us last week for the podcast, and if you haven't, by all means, go back and listen to it, because it was... uh, By God, the moral of the podcast last week was just be a decent fucking person. Yeah, and then we covered everything going on, and then uh, later that day, a friend of mine, uh, Timothy Bumpers, who wrestles as Timmy Lou Retton from North Carolina, he is in a tag team with a guy named... I see him on Twitter all the time. He's in a tag team with a guy named White Mike, and they're the Jim Nasty Boys, and they're fucking amazing. And if you're not fucking booking them, you don't have a tag division. No, and both of them have took this quarantine seriously and have dropped tremendous weight, got in great shape. They look amazing. One of the best tag teams out there now. But Timothy posted a thing from a local promoter here who we'll go over in a minute um, about Uh, racism, basically. It was... uh, a picture of a kid standing on a horse taking a piss on a kneeling Colin Kaepernick, which upset a very, very lot of people in the wrestling community. Uh, one which is a friend of all of ours, uh, I'll say his name because I know he don't give a fuck, but Trevor Aon from Alabama, who again, if you're not booking, you're an idiot, Right. Uh, was booked on that show and he canceled off and didn't go. Uh, some other people canceled off. Uh, but that wasn't the only one he had posted. He had posted one about white privilege being fake and it wasn't real and all this other stuff. And this will go to something that um, Tyler has been express. We've actually fired two guys because of this at uh, RCW. Tyler has that uh, your political views are great. It is your Facebook, but when you represent a business or a company and you're posting this stuff, you open yourself up for ridicule and people to not come and spend money there. And I don't know if that's what's happened yet. It, it, no, I don't think it is. And But it's not because of Bud. It's because of Jake. 
Mm-hmm. So, um, and I just talked to Jaden, and because he's my boy, and I'll you know, um, I give him heads up, you know, and I let you finish, but I'll I'll, I'll tell you what Jaden's response was. Okay. That? Um, basically, just that Bud was the owner of TWE, James Graham Bud Higdon, and he posted these things, and it affected his business at least with people. They were going to be on the show that night. Right. And then Jaden puts a disclaimer out, which was great, that uh, he, nor TWE, nor the rest of his family, if I'm not mistaken, agree with the views of homophobic and racial tendencies that Buddy posted about. And he would address the crowd that night right. for a statement. And from my understanding, uh, I seen it on Twitter, was the announcement was Bud has been forced down as owner of the company and Jaden and his wife Cheyenne will take over day-to-day operations. And which pretty much has been how it is anyway. Right. Uh, Bud basically just, it's his bank account that passes the checks through. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's basically, right. Bud's not been, Bud's never been part of the booking. Never. I can, um, I can testify to that. I booked that show for... Eight months. Yep. You booked it for about the same amount of time. On and off, you know, a couple of different. On things. and off, yeah. Um, Bud, Bud would have his ideas, right? And you'd have to tolerate through some of them. Some of them were actually good, right? But he was never fully hands on. It was in, just in booking. He was. He, he was, was the, the promoter. He was the promoter. Yes, um, he was the owner, and he did. Uh, he did print flyers. And yes. They did flyer the town. They, that can't be doubted about that. And uh, he always took care of the boys. I don't yep. know anybody that ever ever left there and said they were short at pay. So as a oh, if you were short at pay, he would make it up. Yeah, to yeah. Plus, well, I take that back. Uh, Johnny Rocket one time had come in and we we didn't negotiate money, so I just gave him. You know, you booked TWS, yeah. so you know how it was. Like, if you didn't negotiate money with him, everybody's rate was twenty bucks. Sorry, if you negotiated, you had a better deal. Else. So when I'm doing <laughs> payroll that night, I wrote Johnny out twenty bucks. Johnny thought he he was worth more, and he was. And so he spoke to me, and I was like, let me see what I can do. But I ended up giving you some more money that night. From then on, that's what we went with. But nobody was ever short of money. Uh, as a promoter, he did his job. Um, and even with the shit that went down with he and I, never any hard feelings. Moved on. It happened. They they went their way. I went my way. Uh, I just hate to see why it was posted, posted, especially after the talk we had last week. But I am glad to see Jaden step up and make that announcement that that's not their views because honestly that crowd or that I'm not sure about the crowd now, but the roster is probably a strong 60, 65% black. And it has yeah. always been, yes. Uh, I don't want to say integrated, but you know what I'm saying? I hopped up on Sudafed, well, but the, you crowd, know I mean? the crowd was probably one of the most integrated crowds we've ever yeah. wrestled for in this area because you're not in, Chickamauga, Rossville for, you know, Empire. Right. Chip Show is, of course, Chip Show because of where you're at. Yeah. But as far as being an integrated show, that was probably the one that had the most the most ethnicity, not just blacks and whites. Right. There was Asians, there was, yep. his, you know, different uh, right. Asians, Hispanics, all in there because you're basically in Red Bank, you know, a suburb of Chattanooga, Tennessee. Yeah. So you're going to draw I mean, a lot. Ten minutes from Hickson, ten minutes from yeah, Hickson. Right. Yeah, you're, right you're right Hickson's there. diverse right as hell anyway. Yeah, so I, I'm glad that they immediately, and there was there was no lag. Like, literally, yeah. I seen the post from Timothy, and then I went to Jaden's page, and within like a minute, it was it was posted. Um, so right. I talked to Jaden. He said that he um, made the announcement in the ring. He went out there in the ring, 
You know, this is real life. On his birthday, too. Yeah, on his birthday. Um, and then uh, he said he made 40 to 60 calls himself. Good. Um, he said there's one more person still out there atting him on Twitter, but um, it it is what it is. Right. Um, just the fact that uh, – and Jaden – Jaden is his own man. Mm-hmm. And yeah. It's weird for me to say he's his own man. Yeah, because I've been taking he was him on 15. road trips. Yeah, road trips since he was fifteen, and um, I told him like you'd be a good fucking person that will show through. Mm-hmm. And Jaden is. Jaden just wants to fucking wrestle. Yes, right. No politics. No bullshit. Um, and really, Jaden has been running the business. You know, since I left, honestly, right. Since pr- pretty much he was eighteen. Yeah, yeah. I know when I left, uh, he was on the booking committee they had. And then that didn't work out. Then Jason Collins booked for a little bit. But during the committee, Jaden was on it. And when Jason got fired, he and uh, Jaden and Jason were doing it together, from my mm-hmm. understanding. And then from then on, it's been all Jaden. And I mean, and he's good at it. Yeah. No, great. And, and to prove he's good at it was the fact that they're still going. I think they're six, seven years now. Uh, it's like on that. the seventh. They're on the seventh year. Uh, and they're still doing it. They've cut back to, I think, once a month or every once two or weeks. Yeah, something like that. Uh, and they're still drawing good crowds when they draw. But Jaden was a sponge. Jaden got to learn from a good group. Jaden learned from some shit at first with the, yeah. the motherfucker. Hmm? Motherfucker. Yeah, that motherfucker. Uh, and then you can say you, his name. We'll just say motherfucker afterwards. I'd rather just say motherfucker. Damn uh, nobody knew something who he is. Well, and then let's, you come let's, in and How's this? Him. Fuck it. Jaden got his ass beat at Paul's. Yes. And they kept beating his ass and then wanted another year of his payment. And it's yes. like, no, he's trained, you know. Bud bought a business and opened a place up for him to have a wrestling yeah, place. Yeah, that's what it was. Fuck it, let's, you know, that's it, his grandpa. And he could have stayed that course and been, well, this is my show because my granddaddy bought it for me. Never was that way. But I think they'd been running a year and a half by the time I got there. Maybe two years. Yeah. And Jaden just wanted to wrestle. He just wanted to learn. He was a sponge. That's why you were there. I think you were coming in and out some, Jason, yeah. but Drew was there every week. I put Jaden and I as a tag team because he could bump, he could sell, but he didn't have psychology. So if he can be on the apron as over as he was to get that crowd going and watch me bump and feed for these guys, that helped him more than, than anything at that time. And then in that same time frame, keep in mind, this is like Drew said, this is his show. His granddaddy started for him. He'd tell me, hey, I won't be here in two Saturdays. I'm going with Drew. How many people that have a show built for them is going to take that opportunity to move away from that show where they are the big fish in a small pond to go do God knows what. Get, right. Actually, this was a show where Drew gave him the brain buster on the fucking floor. No, on the apron. On the apron. Scared the shit out of Carla. <laughs> but... He's always wanted to learn, and he's always wanted to be better, and he's never had an ego, no matter... If anybody tells you Jaden Newman had an ego, they have... They're mistaken. They they may have heat with Bud, and they're taking it out on Jaden. Gotcha. And that's... Okay. Let's just address this, okay? Bud is an older Southern gentleman. Yes. All right? Yeah, I'm not excusing it. Not no. excusing it at all. All right? We actually talked about this before you got here yeah. with one of Will's friends. All right. So, if our wrestling career, depending on us not having a racial grand or a racist grandfather, how would we be doing, Ben? Shit, it'd be totally different. Yeah, I'd be fucked. I mean, yeah. Um, if my, you know, my granddad was born and raised on Sand Mountain in Alabama, and 
And when I went to see your grandfather, that sign was still up. Yeah, yeah. There was a sign on Sand Mountain. Henniger. Yeah. That said, don't let the uh, don't, sun... Don't let the sun set on your black ass. Yep. And that was wrong. But to my grandfather's credit, when I started dating black girls, you were there. He opened his house up and welcomed me and actually told my uncle if he had a problem with it, then he wasn't welcome at his fucking house anymore. Uh, so... I mean, we were, I, yeah, yeah, we were, we were brought up in Chickamauga, Georgia. We yeah. were brought up racist. Yes, I, t- yeah. I was talking to, I hate saying it, but a black friend of mine today. All right, at work, um, I work in downtown Chattanooga, right. prominently, you know, black uh, workforce, you know, and uh, there's a friend of mine there, a younger guy just graduated uh, college uh, this semester. Um, been out protesting, been doing what he should be doing. Right. Um, I won't say his name on here because I don't. Right, I don't. Right. I don't have his permission to. But uh, dude's just the right guy. You know what I mean? Just right, you know, yeah. solid guy. And I talk to him. He sometimes he asks me, you know, man, how do you deal with this stuff? How do you deal with this stuff? You know what I mean? Just as just an older cat, how do right. you? Deal, you know, uh, you just got to sometimes. Um, and we were talking. You know, it's just like, how do you? You know, I thought I said, dude, I was raised racist. Mm-hmm. You know, we I heard was, all the jokes, all the names. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, my, I was raised by my great grandparents. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't that this is just how they were. That was you guys got to keep in mind we're put we're we're forty and over here. So yeah. if you're thinking great grandparents, you're back to early nineteen hundreds. Yeah, when they were born. my my great grandmother was born in uh, nineteen fourteen. Yeah, uh, she lived to be ninety years old. Great was, woman, great. Yeah, made great blankets, hey, and quilts. Uh, Kenzie still has yeah, her. Kenzie still has one. Um, Next time you're over here, when I'm over here, bring that over. I just want pictures of it. Okay. Uh, we're doing a family reunion. Okay. I'd love to, if I could take it even. Yeah, you know, yeah ask, definitely. I'll talk to her. Sorry. Um, but. Uh, 30 years of friendship, guys. Um, yeah, my great-grandmother, you know. Uh, by the way, something I thought about, too, and you, you're the only one that will actually back it up. We're talking to Rebecca about this. Um, nobody ever told my great-grandmother no. No. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> my great-grandmother was literally like four or five. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like. But, and that look, yeah. Like if no, she I told know. you to do something, oh, yeah. I know the I know the look you talking yeah. about. Yeah, the, the one where it's like looking right into your soul. <laughs> yep. And you yeah. drop your head like yes, ma'am. And whatever you were doing at that time is no longer important. Yeah. Um. It's funny, you know. My great grandfather, um, is the first person I watched wrestling with. Mm-hmm. My great grandmother is the apron tails I set, you know, and watched or learned how to cook. Mm-hmm. Um. Everybody said, oh, you should be down in the barn with the guys and learn how to. Uh, my grandfather was a grade A mechanic. Right. You know what I mean? He was a mechanic for the Navy, you know. Um, but uh, really should have learned cars. And I, let me tell my car story later. But uh, <laughs> it's been a hell of a fucking week, dudes. Um, but learning how to wrestle, or learning to love wrestling and learning to love cook has done pretty fucking good for me. Yeah. You know, and that's yeah. amazing how those people in your life, you know, but something they didn't pass on was racism. Right. Same way. Same I was I was brought up the same way. My mom worked uh, at a carpet mill when we were growing up, and she worked weekends from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. I think it was like half a day Wednesday, then she worked Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. It was off Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday. Now, on those days, my dad, it, it would be the weekend, of course. My dad was a truck driver, so he was always home on the weekends. But him, my brother, and about 10 or 15 of my dad's friends would always be in the garage working on cars. Now, I can work on a car to get by. 
but I hated it because I was forced to as a God, I hated it. <laughs> I hated it. Look at that shit. Look at that. I was, yeah. <laughs> that's what happens when we get old and we can't read stuff good anymore. But, my, my son's a is a certified with probably about 20 different certifications. Nice. Diesel mechanic. Nice. And he makes a lot for money. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. In the same way, like, mom would be at work, so I started learning how to cook. Mm-hmm. You know, just simple stuff. Like, I think... I learned how to cook macaroni and cheese, then hot dogs, then before I know Because you're a fat it, fucker. You yes. want to eat. <laughs> well, I was little then, but I, same thing. Like, I had to go in and learn to cook, and that way everybody could eat while mom was at work. But even though I would go down in the garage and I would hear all the racist jokes and I would hear them talking about this, and I would see it firsthand, it was never brought to, it was never taught to us at all. Like, I remember one, and my neighborhood was very racist, like, uh, my, the first black girl that ever came over, we weren't even dating. She was just a friend and come over. And y'all have all been to my house. Um, my parents' house is on a big-ass hill like we talked about last week. And there's a big curve right in the uh, right at the bottom of the hill. And I remember after she left the next day, there was some graffiti painted on the, uh, the ground. I mean, you can pretty much guess what it said. Right. And that shit, it kept on. But racism is, it's, it is taught. Luckily, it wasn't taught to us. And it wasn't taught to Jaden to get us back on subject. Right, exactly. Because Great, great segue. Um, Bud feels the way he does. And and you know what's great about good, it? Good, bad, or indifferent. What's great about America feels. is you can, you can say what you want. Right. I, and yeah. truthfully, I've known Bud. And I, I usually, I never call him. Have you ever heard me call him Grand Bud? No. I call him Bud. I called him um, Bud. And just out of the... Just because he wasn't my grandfather. Right. Um... And he may say this stuff, but I don't think he has any hate. I think, honestly, it was just something he seen that he agreed with. Or he thought it was funny. Um, it's a bad fucking joke. He's he's an older guy. And once again, he, we are not fucking excusing this. Da, no, da, no, da, no. Da. What I'm saying is, did I take it as racist? Yes, I did. Did he mean it as racist? Maybe not. Because... Did he mean it hateful? Did he mean he it hateful? He mean racist. Yeah, but... How many, how many times have we all seen that, the little Calvin pissing on a yeah. Ford emblem? You've seen it all the time on my cars. On an Alabama em- Yeah, Alabama, <laughs> uh, whatever. Um, the white privilege, that's... Uh, I, mean, I, I agree there's white privilege here, but the post he posted... Well, you said it was what? Some like... It was a picture of three little girls... Think if you're if you're if you're picturing this in your mind, think little house on the prairie top dresses, and it said white privilege is bullshit or something like that. Which I understand. We've talked about our grandparents. Um, you can go to where my grandfather grew up, and it's it's still dirt poor in Alabama. I mean, Sand Mountain. Right. There's part of it that is booming. There's still no businesses there, but they got nice houses like anywhere else you go. But then you go to the other side of Sand Mountain. There's still dirt roads. There's still they're still slap houses. You right. Know, slap and I houses, can see, right? I can see yeah. that being what he's talking about. Right. No, and that's the thing. Okay, look, there are exceptions to every fucking rule. You know what I mean? That's yes. the whole thing. Yes, there's, there's an exception that there are bad cops. Yes. There's an exception that this cop killed one white person. Still, okay, look, cops are killing black people straight up. And getting away with it. And getting away yeah. with it. Look, that's just, you know, what. if you have a cold and you have a broken leg, guess what they uh, tend to first? The broken fucking leg. Yes. All right? Um, and back to Jade, okay? Bud, 
We can't speak for him. I talked to Jaden personally. So you can speak from Jaden's um, point of view. Yeah, and I told him, I said, hey, man, I want to just know you're. And how's this? The first thing Jaden thought was, all this work that I put into exactly. it is gone. That's a scary fucking thought, dude. It is. That's yeah, a scary yeah, fucking thought. We just covered they're in their seventh year. And when they first. No, look at. Fuck, just Jaden himself. Yes. Jaden is. If you don't think Jaden's on that cusp, you don't fucking. You ain't paying no, no attention. Yeah, I mean, go back yeah. and listen to any of the uh, Not Safe for Wrestling podcast. No, I'm no, sorry, no. no uh, not another freaking wrestling, wrestling podcast. podcast. We at miss the end, you. At, yeah, come back, guys. I don't care what your fucking name is. Yeah, yeah come back it. because yes. all, this is all Wherever that's left. Wherever you identify as. <laughs> this shit right no here judgment. is all that's left. Come back. But if you'll go back and listen to any episode they have, except mine because mine got taken down. <laughs> Poor puppy. That's what I think happened <laughs> too. That's exactly what I think happened too. Oh, what JD said. Oh, if you don't, yeah, come on. But go back and listen to those because at the end of it, they're asking you, um, who are some guys who that do you, you think, think And they had to put in there, except yep. for Chad. Now, before I got there... Everybody was putting Jaden. By the time I got there, it was except for Jaden. I was like, no, fuck that. Jaden is on the cusp, and he's dealing with the right people. Carrie Awful from Nashville. Mm-hmm. Um, there's so many people that have jumped out to help Jaden because they see the same things we've seen in him. That, that's just the thing. Um, Jaden's looked for teachers. He's looked for mentors. Mm-hmm. He's look, you know, He's not looked for, like, places to go make a name. He's looked for places to go make better because he knows he can make a name. Yes. Jaden understands that. Jaden, uh, that goofy motherfucker's a lot smarter than you think mm-hmm. he is. He's a sponge. Yeah, and just, you know. And a student of the game. Like, I could tell Jaden on a Saturday night, hey, we're doing this next week. Go watch this match. And it could be. And he's watched 10 hours of that yeah. fucking shit. And then by Monday, he's like, hey, I watched all the stuff on YouTube. And I sent him one time, I sent him Dynamite versus Tiger Kid. That's like a four year rivalry. Mm-hmm. He had watched it all by Monday. Oh shit! Damn. So he wants to get better, and he loves Christmas and wrestling. Yes, and some of the mentors he's had: me, Drew, Ray, Jason, and Brandon. Uh, Carry awful, Carry awful. Nate and if you Nate want a better Nate. fucking mentor, I don't know who, right now. Yeah, Crux Wrestling in Nashville. Shout out to Carry Awful. Uh, you remember Carry? Yeah. Uh, I still want to do the uncle versus dad. Yes. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Yes. If you guys are Empire fans, you remember Kerry Awful and Nick Iggy is Team IOU. Yep. And then later, did they do the Carnies? Yeah. At yeah. U- at, I don't know if they, I don't think they did it at I Empire. know they did it at Scenic City. And if you're fans of the Scenic City Invitational, you've seen them as Team IOU. I'm sorry. The as the Carnies. And uh, they, both of them were just great. I, I knew uh, Nick from uh, working for Burton Mike Porter in Nashville. Kerry come along at the end. Two great guys. And Kerry's a dad now, so happy late Father's Day, Kerry, yeah. if you listen oh, to his, this. His little books. Um, uh, look up Kerry Awful on uh, Twitter. He has a uh, dad jokes yeah. book or whatever. I can't think of it. I'm not going to look it up. And that's the second book they did. They did a Team IOU history book when they oh. first started. It oh, was, yeah. It was that awesome. was great. Like that, they are carny as fuck, and I love it. Uh, keep your shit going. Um, but that's who uh, James... That's mentor is right yeah, now, and, yeah. and, and I'm and has been for a few years. Um, super happy about that. I mean, just uh, Jax Dane, former yeah. NWA World Heavyweight Champion, mentor. God Jayden. fucking Zilla. <laughs> fucking dude is huge. <laughs> but uh, Tennessee yeah. born. Yes, Bakewell, oh. Tennessee's own. Oh, but just you know, that's um. And I told Jaden a long time ago. I said, uh, look, 
you be a good fucking person, it'll show through. And it does. And the reason this is not came back on Jaden, except for one person, um, is because Jaden's a good fucking person, and people know. So my other person I called. And Jaden had the balls to reach out to these people directly. Yeah, straight instead up. Of, instead of just one random tweet. Yeah. That he's thinking everybody's going to no, see. No, he personally called. He personally and he personally calls, calls Timmy. First call. Good deal. Um, And I told him, I said, dude. Did he square it away with Trevor? I'm pretty sure. Okay. Look, Trevor, Trevor's a man, and he would have said it on Twitter if he didn't. Um, Trevor and I are pretty good friends. We, 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 um, we talk, and... Uh, Trevor, also great showing in Japan for uh, uh, yeah. Russell hey, Walmart. Uh, Trevor... I've been doing monstrosity with him. Mm-hmm. Was doing it from a long time ago, and uh, we were just always real. Um, he's one of the you know people that um, look. Don't tell your black friends you're the whitest black person I know. That's <laughs> fucking racist. Yes. Fuck. Or you don't sound black. You don't act. Yeah. Black. No, I don't sound fucking your stereotypical. I want watermelon. Fuck. I just stupid. All right. So. Don't use your black friends as Google. But I did do that, actually. Nice. <laughs> I so I called my black friend in Atlanta that I always call. Hey, I want to know. Say what I'm thinking. Do it. Yeah. All right. Uh, from uh, uh, Jim Cornette. Are you up? Huh? Do it. You tell me later. Um, Matt Hankins. Yeah, Matt Hankins. Oh, uh, okay. You know, Jim Cornette, Corny's drive through. I got you. Yeah. Um, Who still remembers Pampiro Furpo? Uh, <laughs> and we, that's how he's in my phone, and I just I call him that because it's just funny to me. Yeah, his um, brother's shoot name is Dewitt. Yeah, Dewitt Dawson. Yeah. Um, if you're listening, Dewitt, roll tide, brother. Uh, but Matt, I call him probably every three months. Good guy. We just have a good, like, little conversation. Just hey, listen to what my fucking family did. Hey, listen to what my family did. And you know what? We can be racist with each other because we understand we're not racist. Jokes. Yeah. And well, the first time I met him was at Woody's, and they went, it was him and uh, Shane, Marks. Shane Marks. And they were going through. Woody had the different Another posters. Another incredible guy. Oh, he had God. the posters from the different shows. Underrated. Shane versus Ray uh, on a Sunday uh, for Woody in that tournament. Oh, yeah. Oh, the oh, tournament. Oh. Yes, that was a great tournament. But the first time I ever met oh, them. Oh, which, by the way, Woody said to tell I got high. I talked to him today. I said he's losing uh, weight. Hi, Woody. Yeah, Love you. He's Woody. trying to. Uh, Woody's, uh, Woody's on a weight loss challenge. So everybody support uh, Big Wood on his weight loss everybody challenge. Everybody message him. Call him a fat ass. He's, uh, <laughs> he's actually 341 now. His goal in one year is to be at 260 so he can start paintballing again. No, you can do it. If anybody can do it. With his knees it. and stuff now, I bet he could do that. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. he's got those two titanium knees yeah. now. Be like fucking Robocop yeah. out there shooting paintball. Because he was damn. a fucking badass. Yo, he was. Yeah. It was. That's where um, Shaggy came from. Yeah. yeah, they were on the same team. I'm telling you right now, we all message Woody, call him a fat ass. He's beating every one of our asses. Goddamn right. He probably, <laughs> he probably catches now. Actually, <laughs> Woody's, his quote, something that's lived with me since Woody said it. All right. Two things Woody's told me that's lived with me since he said it. That we can share on the podcast. Um, yeah, the statute of limitations and all, we have been roommates with Woody. And, uh, <laughs> do not bring a strange person home and then, <laughs> and then leave the house and Woody comes home from a weekend with, uh, uh and, uh, 
you get a phone call like, who the fuck is in my fucking house on my fucking couch? As, you better... he's, as he's got him pinned down. No, no, as he's hanging him over the balcony of the third floor. <laughs> um, All you hear is lunatic Sam. Tell him I'm a friend! <laughs> There's about four times in my life I've seen someone beg for their life. And that was one of them, guys. Fly on that belt. <laughs> Ro- All right. Roger Foster tried to fly off of it one night. <laughs> <laughs> he may have been pseudofedally enhanced though. Man, you always call himself the rabbit with a habit. And we were on the third floor. <laughs> Fucking hell. No, it wasn't apartment. like a it wasn't like a, a third floor like a it wasn't like 10 foot. No, it was like 12 foot ceilings. Yeah. And then two foot. Like, no, it was oh. fucking. And then right under us <laughs> on the very bottom was our college frat neighbors. Big concrete pad that they had uh, out out there for their uh, motorcycles. And oh, stuff. shit. So you wouldn't hit grass. You would have hit straight concrete. <laughs> oh, hell of a buck. But what do you, two things he's told me. The first is the, uh, the young bull and the old bull story. Do y'all know that story? Oh, Josh, you don't know it. I said I'm let's fucking tree, te- let's, let's say I've probably heard it before. Know. Let's fucking teach on this podcast. Yes. There's an old bull and a young bull sitting up on a hill looking over the uh, the rest of the uh, uh, herd of cattle, right? Right. So when you have cattle, I actually grew up as a fucking farmer. I know, don't... Look, I got some redneck in me. I just straight up, let me tell you. <laughs> have you ever bailed hay? You ain't never worked a day yeah. in your life then. The reason I can throw people like I can is because I've been throwing hay since I was eight years old. A bale of hay is... Oh, yeah, I've heard it. That's yeah, that's throwing a, hay all day is a job. You, so. want to, you want to talk about laying some licks on a football field? Throw some hay the whole fucking summer beforehand to see what happens. Um, but there's an old bull... When you're raising cattle, you have a couple bulls. That's right. all you need. You need bulls that get you along, so they... Good breathing, uh, breeding stock, Okay. So there's an old bull, young bull, sitting up on this hill, looking down on the rest of all these female cows, right? This young bull looks yeah, over, he looks and said, hey, uh, hey, pops, let's uh, run down there and fuck one of those cows. The old bull says, why don't we walk and we fuck them all? God damn. <laughs> damn. We took that literally <laughs> <laughs> when we were younger. There's a lot more to that, actually. Yeah. Believe it or not. <laughs> you take that, like, figuratively, there's a lot to that shit. Yeah. Take your fucking time. Another thing is, but the boys know who are real. The reason Jaden is not getting any flack on this, besides one person, is because people know Jaden's character. Yeah. DeWitt said it. You know? Fuck, your grandpa's a little racist, your grandpa's a little racist. Jaden ain't. Exactly. Jaden is always booked black wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Predominantly. Had, yeah, Jaden's had black champions. Young Bloods are current tag team champions. AC Mack. AC uh, Mack, uh, uh, the, thir- the 13th floor. Yeah. Yeah, um, Mike, uh, Iron, uh, Iron Mike. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, you ever had these? Try those. I got it. I don't know you try them. I've had them before, yeah. You had these? Let me try one. Uh, Starburst uh, Gummy... Uh, Gummy burst, uh, switch. I knew that'd get Will's attention. <laughs> um, burst. But what color oh. switch? I thought Chuck was in a room. Hey. <laughs> um, but no, Jaden. That's a dirty bitch. <laughs> Jaden is a good person. Very good. And Jaden just wants to wrestle. And uh, I don't think this should reflect on Jaden at all. 
or the company. Um, right. The company is Jaden's company. Whether, look, Bud's probably going to still be on the fucking lease. And that's still the thing. Oh, you, oh, the grandpa, I just seen it on Twitter a minute ago. Yeah, you forced grandpa to step down, but it's still his money. It's mm-hmm. still his building. It's still this. It's still that. It's still this other. What do you want Jaden to do? What do you want him to do? He said he's sorry. He's taking responsibility Reached out of something he's, not, something he's not responsible for. He's taking responsibility. He's uh, reached out personally. To not on a fucking tweet. Everyone that was offended. Personally. And that's a hard phone call. You fuck up and make a phone call. You, you fuck up and make a phone call is bad enough. Having to make a phone call for somebody up. else's fuck up. Jaden's a man. Yes. I'm just saying, and I told him that. I said, look, man, this is what makes you more of a man. Is sometimes you got to do hard shit. And we had talked last <laughs> week about how much respect I have for Jaden. Yeah. I have even more for him now because um, he was literally in a losing situation. Yeah, there's no win here. No, there's no win. And he took the only way out. And Stepped up and took responsibility of his family. If you are booked and Bud is there and it's an issue, leave. Be respectful. Tell Jaden. Yeah, tell Jaden. Like, hey, man, Look, I thought it was you. I didn't think he was going to be here. I, I can't be around that. Leave. You know, and Jaden will understand. But honestly, if I know Jaden like I think I do, Bud won't be there. No. No, I don't I don't see Bud being there for a while. Bud's money may still roll through. But if you've never owned a business, wrestling is fucking expensive. Yeah. Earlier we were talking about, Will was like, I want to run a wrestling show. I was like, no, the fuck you don't. You know how to make a million dollars in wrestling? Start out with five. Mm-hmm. You've told me that. Dead serious. And I told him, I was like, do you like eating ramen noodles and hot dogs every night? Because I've been there. When we were running UEW and it was lean, we would eat whatever was left from the concession stand or it was spaghetti noodles or ramen or hot dogs. Like to run a, to run any business, but to run professional wrestling and be successful and be able to attract good talent because you have to pay them. You have to advertise. It's, Good talent's not cheap, and cheap, cheap talent's, talent's not, not good. good. It's probably every bit of a five to six thousand dollar a month just running bi-weekly. Yeah, and um, that, that's no shit. So yeah, Bud's name's still going to be on that business. I'm going to tell you right now. You can't transfer a lease like that. Yeah, anyway. and it's just, and you know what? Jaden ain't got the fucking credit to do it. So you want to cost Jaden more money? You want to close it down than put it all in Jaden's name? Let's be realis- real, realistic. Right. I mean, he's still a, he's still a kid. He's still working for his yeah. money. Just got married. He's a newlywed. Oh my God! His, his wife and my wife are so much alike. Oh God! Bless his heart. <laughs> <laughs> we love Julie. Oh no, no, she is just as scary as Julie. Good. That's oh, what, I'm, that's I'm, what y'all need. No, I'm. No, I'm serious. <laughs> I was like, her and Julie just started talking, and we all. We, and you Jay, Jay, and I looked at each other like, "We're fucked." <laughs> um, Jaden, I love you. Um, I just. I don't I'm, know what this podcast is going like. I know your feelings on Bud. I'm proud of you, kid. Yeah, I'm very fucking proud um, of you. And I, I won't even call you kid anymore because you're you're past that. I'm no, very, no, he, he fucking he earned his man I'm card. Very proud I vote of he's you. a man. Everybody else about I, yeah, I, I, I agree. Jaden is now. I'm very proud of you for the wrestler you become. But more important than that, Jaden, I'm proud of the man that you become. Um, like you already had my respect, but this right here, just having to eat crow for something you didn't do to save not only the business that you love, but Quite possibly save the career that you built. Well, hey, let's let's just be realistic. TWE can close tomorrow, and he could still and Jaden okay. still yes. TWE runs because he wants every two it weeks. Too. Yeah, because you know he wants to. He still wants it. He 
he was at the same problem I was when I was booking TWE. I couldn't be there at all. I right. was I was booked. I was fortunate enough. I was booked all the time. I help. You know what I mean. I was just trying to help because I wanted that. Jay, that's all Jaden's doing. He's wanting to give a place. He still wants Chattanooga to have fucking wrestling. wrestling. Good. Besides wrestling. a fucking tent, uh, a circus tent. Yep. I say that. Sorry. <laughs> oh, um, I don't make that those comments much, but <laughs> just actually just to prove. Um, but Chattanooga was huge. Like, like it was. we all make the jokes about other than this or that, but dude, when I was growing up, and I vaguely <clears> remember it, you could catch. Live wrestling from Channel 12. And then that night, guess what? They were in your fucking town every Saturday. Not only that, they still had all these... Uh, at the time, they called them outlaw shows. There was a Southeastern, not that Southeastern from Knoxville, but Southeastern from Chattanooga that had guys like uh, Moondog Cheatham, Mauler Mays. Yeah, uh, Gordy started there. Yeah. Um, um, Richie Dye. And actually, I come across somebody who posted one of their TVs on TV the other day. And I watched all 45 fucking minutes of it without fast forward. It was awesome. But Chattanooga's always been a And that's the only... What, what else is in Chattanooga? Kids? Chips? No? Yeah. And ch- yeah. I mean, Chips is... Chips is Chips. It's, chips is Chips. Chips is a starting promotion. It is. And for, that's what Chip wants it to be. And it's for that community. Right. He's, no, not, he's not trying to branch out and really get anybody else. Have you heard that story, else. by the way? I, I, I'll tell... Um, chips told me this. So, with some stuff that happened with some other churches, da da da. Yes. Chips had to close down for a little bit, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Chip's pastor went to I don't know which ward. I don't know if it's the whatever the Southern. I think early Baptist. I, yeah, I Southern mean, Baptist right. or Pentecostal, whatever board right. it is. Um, I'm sorry, I don't know your denomination. It's very important. Um, no disrespect. Yeah, I'm just um, not 100 percent sure. And I don't want to say for sure if I don't know. Um, but went to that board and said, "Hey, look, this person's doing good in our community, and yep. we need to keep it here. Keep and they're the only." The only one that can do that type of mm-hmm. uh, extracurricular activity yeah. in a church like that because let's look churches are under attack mm-hmm. you know I mean just uh, just in general I mean whatever your view is on religion religion yeah. you know we've had that talk last week um, but you know churches are under attack and I'm just telling you right now the only way before we have racial harmony is we go to church together Agreed. that's the only that's the only place segregated in life anymore yeah uh, yep, and we've both been to black churches. That's true. We've had some fun at black churches. Man, um, but uh, no, that's a so that just Chip does that for his community for young wrestlers. Uh, Chip gives back. Uh, Chip, we love you, uh, respect you. Didn't mean to leave you out when he's putting Jesse over last week. So this is your turn. No, we we understand you. You know where Jesse and you fall. <laughs> just y'all, y'all are family. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, right. uh, you'll put her over before you anyway. Yeah, and. Talking about the guys that he he's just using his show to elevate young guys. Zach Dye come from there. Yeah, yes. I mean we we trained Zach. Jay, Dye. First time I met Jaden. Jaden. Well, I met Jaden as a fan at uh, Paul's. Paul's. Yeah. Uh, Jaden's in there. Bailey Blake's in there. Uh, Crunk to an extent got better there. Um, I think Carter. I think Jay. I think Chips is the only place that you had what would be TWE talent. Empire talent, Empire talent, UAW. and Paul's talent in the same, same building. Yeah, because yeah. we had a—I uh, remember it was Lex, I. Mm-hmm. Like there was like, there's a five-way somewhere out there that has like everybody in the show. Mm-hmm. You know, Chips was a neutral ground. It was. Yeah, definitely. Um, 
And that's just because that's just out of respect for Chip. And, and there's not enough neutral ground in wrestling. No, no, no. There's there, not. We've tried for years. You, no, literally, we have. Um, we, Drew, when he first opened Empire, I was working at Empire and over at Paul's, and Drew and Susan were telling me. Talk to Paul. Tell him we'll do a you know talent swap. Send some of our guys over there. Mm-hmm. They can send some of their guys over. When I started UEW, I reached out to Drew and had the same conversation. I was like, "Hey, I want to talk to you before you hear from somebody else." But I've left TWE. I'm starting my own show. I got nothing but praise and congratulations, and asked if I needed anything. And I said, "Well, if we're good, I'll run the opposite Saturdays that you run. We could share talent." The guys can wrestle every week, make money, and we can keep stories going that can lead to the invasion yeah. angle that Drew had pitched me that I was going to use. And when it went to his business partner, it fell on deaf ears, and I was public enemy number one. Irrelevant. Uh, but I pitched it with him. Um, we right. pitched it with Bud. Back in the, actually, back, in the, day, back yeah. in the day, GXW and TWA mm-hmm. had a, a talent change. Because they were Friday and Saturday nights. Switchblade did wrestle in Dalton. Mm -hmm. Well, Switchblade got in a wrestling ring in Dalton. Yeah. (laughs) No, he made... At this time, this is when TWA was still strong. Strong, though. Like, I think... Yeah, the Sheep Herders. Bobby was booking. uh, Sheep Herders. Stu Stu was booking. booking. So you had... uh, Morphine was there. Bane wasn't. Uh, The Sheep Herders. Drew, me, Rocky was back. Back and forth. Farley and Leroy, because at the Legends show that year... that That's an awesome match. Uh, the best match I'd ever had. Probably, probably it's the, it by the far, best the tag best tag team we, we ever had. It was me and Drew against Farley and Leroy at TWA. Nice. It, was, uh, it was the only... It was a um, legend show or anniversary show, whatever, one of those. You know yeah, what I mean? we were the only young guys asked to work the show. Yeah. And they asked us to jerk the curtain, and they told us we better make everybody work that night. And then we had to leave there and go to UEW. And I remember, do you remember, you might be too young, but Pierce used to put on DirtySouthWrestling.com. I remember that. He would do his compilation tapes. And at that time, that's when I was going through my, I thought I knew everything and you couldn't teach me nothing. And what he'll say, Ben's matches were either fucking amazing or they were the drizzling shits at that time. Ben was in it. Yeah. <laughs> but Pierce actually, there's, there's two, I think there's three matches of me on there. One was me and Mike Golden teaming in Alabama. And he said, Ben Thrasher, Mike Golden, really good match. Then, couple matches down it was me and drew as uh the chickamauga click yep <laughs> <laughs> we tried to get them to say clip but they wouldn't and they didn't know what they, they, know what they, <laughs> so they, they, never, they never found one against leroy and farley and under it said the home records yeah the home records under it it says ben thrasher has incredible math <laughs> which was a running joke forever but you can put that match today, and I still stand behind it. I remember there was one spot. They had just got the uh, guardrails from Dusty's TCW when they shut down. Bobby yeah. uh, was real big with Dusty. So they bought those. I he mean, got me booked at that. Yeah, at the, the uh, big, heavy, thick ones. Like, God, they The WCW so ones. Yeah. Like, yeah. And Farley was like, I'm an Irish whip. You reversed me. I'm going over it. Oh fuck! So that's that the finish. little like, fat motherfucker. Him and Leroy are in the uh, in the ring doing the finish, and I Farley's on me, and I shoot him. There's the reverse. And if you've never seen Farley, literally picture Chris Farley facially and build wise, but he's probably five two, five three. No, he's my height. He was okay. Five, so he was five eight, five nine. No, five six, five six. Okay, no, I'm, I'm five, no lifts. I'm he five, wore tennis I'm shoes. I'm five seven, really, but you know what I mean. Like Farley yeah. was, and he was, was probably at this time 
three? No, he's, he's close 40? to four. Oh, close to 400 pounds, and in one motion, he turns his back like he's going over and just cuts a somersault. And you see the people in the front row that could move, they part like the parting of the red fucking sea. Those that don't get Farley's ass all over them. I roll back in the ring. We hit the finish. One, two, three. We go in the back, and we get a standing ovation from all the old TWA guys when it you know the good shit Iceman, the raw shit the, Iceman yeah. Doug Doug gave us a standing ovation oh shit Doug was, always, Doug was always trying to shoot us yeah yeah um speaking of old tapes I found uh so uh Wednesday night I had to uh do some engineering <laughs> I read that <laughs> to um fix an air conditioner and uh so I went into like I got a building at the house went back there and I found a VHS, Masala's uh, Tryout, Great American Journey. Oh, wow. So I, hopefully I'm going to get that. Nice. Yeah. My, uh, j- uh, j- we should do a video so we could do a watch along yeah. on that. Um, yeah. Let me tell you about my Wednesday night. Oh, okay. All right. So we're going to Florida, right? By the way, anybody want to say shit about me going to Florida? All right. I went to Flagner Beach or Flagner County, Florida. All right. They had 200 confirmed cases while I was down here. Catoosa County, 300 something. Fucking Chattanooga, 2,500. So fuck all y'all. Was I was end. safer. And I was at the beach. Was the room as nice as it looked in the pictures? Oh, God, yeah. Nice. Um, about 100 uh, Legacy Resorts. They have a whole bunch of places. Uh, Palm Coast. It was like, you know, A1A? Yeah. Um, there's a bridge over, like a toll bridge. They just built it. So five minutes. Nice. All right. Yeah. Anybody just drove up A1A going from like Daytona to uh, uh, St. Louis? I don't know. A1A is the beach Beachfront Avenue. Avenue. Um, we had that song a lot of times, <laughs> but you know, you drive up from Daytona up to St. Augustine right? and there's that fucking weird ass greenish blue building with the orange top. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, that's a beach. That's where we went to the beach at. Nice. Yeah. It's a little bathroom. Great beach. Um, because of all the storms and stuff had a really, uh, big undertow. So you know, had to get really good waves for the kids to play with. Probably seven or eight different turtle uh, nestings out there. Oh, shit. Um, seen a uh, Florida gopher turtle that was about a foot long. So I got to play with a large tortoise. That I want a fucking large tortoise. Anybody want to donate one? Um, but uh, Drew Game's OnlyFans page. Drew Effing Game. Drew Effing Game on OnlyFans. I will have pictures of a tortoise. <laughs> turtle, turtle, turtle. So, so the Murano were driving down. Been blowing air, you know. I, th- I had it overcharged last time I was, right. you know, last yeah, summer overcharged. So I found <coughs> something I could, you know, let the air out, charge it, you know. Still not blowing cold air. All right, cool. All right, we know, we figured that. Let's go next. You know, being a mechanic is going down the line. Yeah. You know what I mean? Trial and error, scratching things off the list. All right, fuse was blown. All right, switch the fuse. All right, cool. Blew another fuse. Oh, guess what we'll do? We'll put a bigger fuse in there. there <laughs> Chickamauga George, guys. <laughs> All right, fine. Let's see. It says 10. We'll put a 20 in there. See what or 15. <laughs> we go up. So, you got to go up slow. Yeah, not that big. Can't just blow you load the first. Can't blow yeah, you, you load on four play, Jason. Why? Yeah. You ever tried to connect a 12-gauge wire to a 2-gauge wire? <laughs> it will catch on fire. <laughs> yeah. We've seen that on YouTube. We're not speaking from experience. No, I'm speaking from <laughs> I'm an idiot one time. I may have been under... Um, Sudafed. Sudafed. Sudafed, actually, yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so I go under, you know, 
behind the passenger tire is the uh, uh, air conditioner right. uh, compressor. It's not coming on. I was like, all right, cool. You know, wait a second, all right. You know, look at the fuse again, it's still there. The wire is, the wire is disconnected. The power wire to the fucking compressor. No shit. Oh, oh son of a bitch. All right, so this wire's just dangling down. I'm like, oh, that's not good. There's your problem. All right. So I look on the compressor. I'm like, come on, be enough wire, I can splice it. Maybe an inch and a half wire. I feel your pain. Yeah. <laughs> so. We know you got a fucking spool. Shut up. <laughs> so then, at 1030 at night, the night before we're going <laughs> to Florida with no air conditioning. Is one of your kids holding a flashlight so you can repeatedly yell at them because they're holding it? The oh, wrong Rebecca place. heard new cuss words. <laughs> Rebecca heard new <laughs> AJ was smart enough to go in this side. He's like, no, but he did. As soon as AJ got out, he's like, hey, anything I can do. Right. He, he had a friend go with him. I was like, no, go spend some time with your friend. Da, 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 da. Becca's like, okay, you know. Um, what I didn't do, all right, you can get to all this by taking that pa- passenger right. tire off and get right there. I, didn't, I just jacked it up and like didn't take passage. I, 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 can, I can fit my arms around there because I got small hands. Yeah, well, yeah, we can see. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, go ahead and just take the tire fucking off, guys. <laughs> but I did. At 1.30 in the morning, covered in grease, <laughs> I come in the bedroom. Uh, we have air conditioner. Did you walk in like you had accomplished something big? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The Superman stance after Do you. Do the fucking just, razor remote yeah, walk through the door. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that, that after the... The one where uh, she, her legs quiver, yeah, like that yeah, after yeah. coming back oh, in the. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, this fucking bitch. <laughs> right. Florida. Salute it. Yeah. <laughs> so then, because see, we could have taken the 300, but the 300, I needed a new alternator. Had the new alternator because I ordered it on Amazon because AutoZone wanted 450 fucking dollars for that. Good lord. Yeah. I fuck with Rock Auto. They actually, Amazon beat it for the same product. Nice. Uh, um, but, so I got it from Amazon. I was like, okay. So, so it was the choice. Either fix this wire or change the alternator. Thought the wire beat a lot Yeah, easier. yeah. Yeah. Actually it was, okay. So Monday when I get back, because I always take that day off after you get back oh, from yeah, vacation. You to, to recharge. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, fuck. Get up at seven in the morning, start on the, you know. By noon, I actually got it done. Good deal. My arm is, looks like I got in a cat fight. Yeah. Because reaching up there. Feel like you're a horrible teenager. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I felt pain. I love myself. Oh, um, masochist. But yeah, it, uh, and then later that day, I had to go to the uh, testosterone doctor uh, because, you know, pro wrestlers and drugs. Blue Chew. Blue Chew, sponsorship. Yes. Yeah, please. Um, Wow, that sounded really bad, didn't it? It'll make you go swing. Please, Blue Chew. Please. It'll make you go swing. Also, Manscaped. To- hey. um, I can testify. I bought the lawnmower 3.0. Oh. With light? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's smooth as a baby's butt down there. Um, Will, you can't see. I don't. <laughs> don't, don't lie. Um, but yeah, uh, when going to... The After the doctor, I was like, the interstate was no, fucked no. because 75 is fucked. Yeah, it's right. So I was going the back way. Had to change his, you know, this old guy's on the side of the road. People just drive by. I'm going to change his tire. Good deal. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Be a good human, people. Fuck working on cars. I saved myself a lot of money. Yes. But I learned new cuss words I didn't know I know, knew. Oh. <laughs> Care to share? Um, 
Yeah, there's a picture cussing like a seven a seven year old. <laughs> Gosh darn duty pants. When your parents aren't around. Gosh darn fucking duty pants. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ever you ever have it where you finally twist some wires together and get tape around it because your hands are so fucking greasy that yeah. the tape doesn't work. Mm-hmm. All right, let me put it in Will's terms, okay? You know when you're fucking tying the guy up with uh, the tape and you're too much lube on your hands? Your hands? <laughs> <laughs> See? All right, so we're back on the same page. Josh knows what I was on about. the first page. Josh, no, no, Josh, no. Josh may have needed the second And the lube grips on you. That's, oh. that's where we're at. And then you pull that, that wire true? and it just disconnects. Yeah. And don't use the butt connectors because... I tried. If, if you're like me, you're driving. If that wire's still there, you're going to move your foot and then... Yeah, I've had but that when I figured out that wire was disconnected, I, call, I did what any man would do. I called my mommy. Because <laughs> I knew my mom had a whole bunch yeah. of just loose fucking wires. Yep. And I got like three new flashlights that she's not getting back. <laughs> so, but yeah, it's uh, being a man's tough sometimes. Actually, segue, been reading this book. And I actually suggest for everybody here, actually. Well, it's like I told Ben the other day. He asked, he's like, do you read? I said, I can read. I don't. But I know how to. Yeah. Um, I, oh, good, that. I got that Bret Hart book. You want to take a look at yeah, it? Yeah, I, I do. Uh, I do. I meant to give you yours back Saturday at the house, too. Uh, what did I have of yours? The Piper? Yeah, it's the Piper. All right. I got some more for you to read, then. Uh, this book's, uh, I got on uh, Google eBooks. Thank you, sir. Uh-huh. It's uh, I Used to Be a Miserable Fucker by John Kemp. All right, um, and it's basically just a uh, everyday guide. Let me see. Let me get to the front page. It's a. Uh, I used to be a miserable fucker, and every man's guide to a meaningful life. Nice. All right, okay. by uh, John Kim, the angry therapist. Uh, I go ahead, let me take a let me take a picture of that. Take a picture of the picture. I'll make sure when we. Uh, Upload this on Twitter. I'll put a, uh, a link on link it. Link to it, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, basically, it's... Let me get you a little... Um, uh, da, 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 when I was growing up... Um, I never read... A, uh, basically, he's saying, I never read a book about men before. I didn't know a book about men even existed. I mean, we all here were, you know... What? Will has read numerous books about men. He was actually just saying before you got here that he wished more people read those books about men that he could talk about it. <laughs> I mean, he's read some very graphic <laughs> books. I don't know which one. He's he's on a series, a very graphic oh. series. Yeah, we're not gonna read those. Have you been? No, I've not been. Okay, word to the wise: don't go through Will's phone. Uh, Don't go through any of our phones, actually. Facts. <laughs> uh, um, but no, this book, like, so I'm like at a weird place in my life because uh, I don't have wrestling. You go through mine. <laughs> you won't find them in my phone. <laughs> Thanks, Jason Collins. I mean, Angela, if you're listening, he didn't teach me shit. <laughs> he could he could go through mine, but it would be his sister that he would see. Yeah, so I'm not going through either. his fucking phone. We should do that on a, a bonus part of our, <laughs> on our Patreon. Uh, <laughs> subscribe now for $10 a month. If they subscribe. $10, you're going through that fucking phone. You see some Jennifer titties, okay? I'm just saying. Hold on, let me... Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but listen, listen to this, okay? But when it comes to being a man, freedom is not given. It is earned. 
being responsible, you choose to be responsible first. You show up to work when you don't feel like it. You put in the hours when you're tired. You plan a date night when you don't feel romantic. You call your parents because it matters. You express how you feel even though you don't want to. You practice self-care even though it's hard because you're not used to it. Oh, shit. Great advice. Yeah. I mean, Pretty that's just much. like that, yeah. that right there. That was part of the uh, free little preview when I read that, highlighted, bought the book. Yeah. I, I think know. it's like eight books on um, the Google ebook, bookstore, yeah. but it's also an audio book on there for like the same, so you can just listen to it on the car. Nice. Um, There's yeah, a lot of fucking men I know that need to read that damn book. I think, no, that's just some, just read just from that caption he read. Yeah, I think everybody, I think every man should yeah. read that yeah. book, especially if you have a family. I mean, that's just, just because that right there yeah. to me, that right there symbolizes what a family man is. Like, there's there's times that we all get up and we feel like shit. Yeah, but we know we gotta go to work, and we know mm-hmm. we gotta push through. We know that after work we got something to do with the kids, and uh, I'm single, so I don't I don't plan a date night, but. I've but always, you know you've been in enough yeah, relationships. Yeah, yeah. You know? I've always you always have to do that. If you, if you got to send the kids away to grandparents, you got to take the oldest kid and give them a twenty to watch the little kids for a couple hours. By all means, go That's, get dinner. Even even if you just grab fast food and sit in the bed of your truck in the park. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just a way just. Just for you Taking to that time connect. will make, yeah, make just this. to connect. Um, and that's something like that reminds. I mean, that's and it means get, a lot to them too. And if mama ain't happy, nobody ain't nobody yeah. happy. And that getting back to you know with Jaden, mm-hmm. he had to do something. You know, he didn't want to fucking do. No, that yeah. honestly he shouldn't have had to do. No, he but he stepped up. Position, but he but was man are. enough to step up and do. Life it. is life is not fair. You know, Life is what, what was the, the mine, wording there? Mine is freedom is not guaranteed. Yeah, yeah. Freedom comes with the responsibility. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and life is you know ten percent what happens and ninety percent what you do about it. Exactly, and that's I've always lived that. That's and so it happened, and he's got he he's, he's got, got more one, respect today. He's got. One, I'll tell you right now, you called the whip. Yeah, right he's now got more you call respect. him. And and, and, I, and I I know Timothy. You know Timothy. I bet if you call him, he's like. Regardless of his feelings towards Bud and the situation happening, if you say, how do you feel about Jaden? He'd be like, I, I got yeah. respect for Jaden. And, and what you said, too, like, um, we got to stop piling on people. Yes. People are going to make mistakes, you know, and then shit happens, and they take care of it. You can't keep reminding people of their mistakes, or they'll go back to that mistake. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, that that's part of the culture now, is that we're just going to cancel everything, not live history and stuff like that. And shit happens. And well, that's where you and I've had, and even Jason to an extent has had to change because in the dressing room, you do one thing stupid, that's just stayed with you for it. No matter how long, like you get to go to a new show for the first time, like perfect example, uh, RCW, uh, not last week, but the, the show before that, um, I met Skunk from TWE and uh, he's running around. So we're sitting there right before the show starts. And I was like, so you're Skunk? He said, yes, yeah. nice to meet you. I'm Ben. Ben Thrasher, and he stops, looks at me, and I was like, yes, that Ben Thrasher, and uh, I said, you might not want to repeat my name when you go back to the show next week, and he goes, yeah, you're, it, it's one or the other there, either they love you or they hate you, and then uh, Aaron stands up and says, the ones that love him know the business, the ones that don't, don't get it, I just, and we've had to stop that, like, Full disclosure, Corey dies a fuck up. Mm-hmm. It's been a fuck up his whole career. How many chances, after chance, after chance, after chance that we give him? Mm-hmm. And how many times have we told him, 
You've even told him when he was going to NCW with you guys when they first started back up. You need to change your name. And you need to start fresh. Yep. Because people already know about you and they don't want to do business with you. Nate Wilde was another one that was going down that path. Until here recently, he's turned it around and he's working a full-time job on third shift. He's showing up for training. He's showing up to help set up and tear down. He's killing it in the ring. So, I mean, you can... Much like the situation with Jaden, this is the shit he was dealt with. That was the shit they created. Now, do you keep on that path or do you make things right? Uh, Nate made it right. Jaden made it right. And Jaden was tough. Like, I couldn't imagine making one of those phone calls, let alone 60. Now, you know, yeah, that's a that's not a fun dial right there. And, you know, then you got to be yeah. like. Hey. And you don't know how it's going to go over. Right. You know, if you're going to get up on before you even get to talk to him. Jaden isn't this way, but... but Jaden's still a kid. It, it comes I mean, to a point where we're still all men, though. Yeah. So you can only take so much bullshit before you get pissed off and say something again. How does he know when to... If, I, tell, if, I tell you, though, uh, if the I, keep one, say, I keep saying this and one. Yeah. You know what Jaden did? Muted him. That's all you can do. He didn't block him, he muted him. And, uh, Is that who I'm thinking? Uh, Atlanta area? Yeah. Okay. Um, and the way it's said, yeah, shit. You it know. is what it is. Yeah, it just, um, uh, I said, uh, I was going to say, uh, I'm going to usually use my uh, black friend. He said, fuck you. I'm going to say my name on it. <laughs> I love the wit. Man. Haskins is awesome. Yeah, he's, uh, talking about a hell of a manager. Manager of the year. Yeah, his tins always look good. His cowboy boots look bad as fuck at Brad Cash's wedding. Uh, God damn. Him and Shane showed up looking like two street pimps. It was awesome. Shit. Because uh, they man, are street pimps. Yeah, big hats and all, man. I, um, those are two of my favorite guys to just run into. Like, uh, man, Next time I, you just, talk to him, tell him I miss his ass. Just I being in the show. I told him, I, I told him to, doing the show with you. He said, hey. Um, just doing a show, just getting a... Just getting a talk with I, I, I call Shane. him about once every three months. You remember him, don't you, Josh? Yeah. DeWitt Dawson, Shane, uh, Matt, Matt Hankins. Hankins. I think so. He's Platinum. Shane Marks manager. Oh, um, yes, Platinum. yes. Plantation Championship Wrestling. Yeah. Love me some Matt. <laughs> hey, that was a joke. I got the tail on there. That was approved. <laughs> Love me some Porter. No, um, too. Well, no, like I was saying earlier, the first time I met him, it was at Woody's show when he had those different dressing rooms. Yeah, him yeah, yeah the building in Blue Ridge. Yeah, him and Shane was going through, and they looked at the names on there, and one of the guys' names was like Pork Chop Jones and Scruffs. Pork Chop Cash. And they're like, Ruthless R. Jones. They're like, okay, we're going to dress in here. We're going to dress with the brothers. And I look in there, I'm like, I looked at the signs on the wall, looked at them, and just looked back and forth. I said, God damn. They said, yep, it's exactly what you're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I think and I ended up dressing in that same dressing room with them. Yeah, because I hung out in there mo- uh, the most of the night. I, I, I literally... That's the night Rick Michaels cut a promo on somebody for wearing Elucha gear. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no, I got you that. Oh, no. Rick went full on bitch mode. Like, somebody walked in and somebody said, where'd you get that gear? Elucha.com. Rick comes flying out half-dressed. Got the exotic face paint on him and just like under trunks. goes... The fuck did you say? One Midnight Express booty got from Stan Lane. Already gigged. <laughs> He's already sasaing. He he gave me. You know the best compliment I ever got from Rick Michaels. You make the best gigs. That's a fucking compliment from that man. Hey, God damn. Check this out. I'm officially the old guy in the dressing room. 
we're at RCW for the cages. Who did you have night. to teach how to make a gig? Nobody. I did it myself. Yeah. CJ Holloway out. comes up and he goes, "Hey, brother, I, I hate to I hate to bother you." And to my understanding, this is the first time I'd ever met this guy. Later, he tells me he'd come up with Lamar and wrestled for us at UEW. So I'd met him once before. And he goes, you, uh, you care to make me a gig? And I was like, how many you want? He goes, one. I was like, you never go into battle with one blade. He goes, how many do you do? I said, four. He said, four? I said, yeah. One in each wrist tape, one on my thumb, and one in my mouth. He's like, why so many? I said, what if I don't get good color? I'm not going to cut myself again after I throw it on the mat. I, I go two, just because I know I'm going to get good color on yeah. the second one. Well, the, I and, carry all of them. And we were taught how to get good color. Yeah, and without, usually I use the one on my thumb. Because yeah. when whatever I get hit with, it's gonna I'm going to get the color off of. As I'm selling the head, I'm good. Mm-hmm. And it's still on my thumb if I need to go again. It ain't got dirty yet. But So I cut his gigs for him, and I tape them up. And uh, he got pretty damn good color that night. I just, and then I was like... Uh, Shit. Motherfucker. Aiden Wright sitting beside me, or behind me, rubbing my shoulders. I was like, come on, motherfucker, just assumed I could make a gig. He goes, you're the designated old guy now. <laughs> I was like, what? He goes, you are a fearless leader. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. No, that's a, yeah, that's, I make, you know, I make those hatchets anyway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which I, I did him one like we were taught, yeah. like. He only needed the one. The spear. <laughs> uh, I, I made him three, but we dropped one to the floor. Right. So he went out with two. And CJ, I'm going to put him over right here for a second. Uh, that night, he also proposed to his fiance that night, or to his girlfriend. So they got engaged. So I, I did a backstage promo with him. We'll film a bunch, and his is mine. And I said, it's simple. I want you. You've been to RCW. So we're in the office, and he's sitting in front of the stretcher. And I was like, I just want you looking down at the belt, look up at the camera, and say, tonight is the greatest night of my life. I won my belt. The woman I loved, blah, 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 blah. And I was Some like... Some fucking baby face shit. Yeah, but I, but I told him, I said, as soon as you come through the curtain, come back here. I want to do it with blood. Well, his blood went away then, and I, I said, man, I still wish you had come my on, blood. It, he brother. said, I still got a gig. I said, okay. So he hits it, and I was like, and it's not coming. I was like... Sorry, brother. I was like, brother, you good? And he said, yes. Yeah. So Dion came in and tatered him about 15 good shots to get that color flowing. And then he cut the promo, and I had fucking goosebumps. Like, one take and done. And I looked, and I was like, fuck, that's that's the magic right yeah. there. Um, Drew DeLotte and I, remember at UEW, we used to have that. Yeah, if you, Drew DeLotte had those whole, like, series of matches, and if one of us didn't get color. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were fucked. That was the Gene Spurlock book. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it was a, no, it was, Drew, you ain't got color. You know, it was us talking to each other, because... We call each other Drew. We knew each other that way. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they answered to. Um, that's what we sort of run away. And uh, he's like, I, I can't get it. Uh, do you <laughs> and I got some of them flat-ass knuckles. Yeah. And let me tell you something. When Drew finally got to get that one back. <laughs> oh, uh, my. The, the best hard way story I ever remember. Do you remember when we turned Rocky face at UEW to go against Chuck? God, the, the cage, cage that we had to hold up. You remember I remember that? the cage. Uh, remember we, we had Rocky come out to the Rocky theme. Rocky's fucking more over than he's ever been his whole goddamn life. Fuck, more over than he is with his wife. Yeah, Chuck should have been able to bleed like a stuck pig as goddamn drunk as he was. But he's cutting and he ain't getting nothing. And 
I done slipped him blade I had. He still ain't getting nothing. He's got a little trickle. Tank slipped him a knife. <laughs> yeah. The iceberg sickle yeah. was in there. And he still, I mean, he ain't getting shit. So he tells Rocky, he goes, hard way. Which, the legit way to do a hard way, the easiest way is to hit the eyebrow. Basically, it's wrong. Yeah, you know frog, wrong. Frog, frog inside the eyebrow. eyebrow. And I told Viper, if CJ didn't get good color, because he didn't thin his blood out anyway. I said, if he doesn't get good color, hard way. So how do you thin your blood out, sir? Um, you take aspirin. <laughs> Goody powder. Well, if you want to thin your blood oh, out I, like I did the night. Can acetaminophen work? Because that's in my hydrocodones. That you, that, you, <laughs> that you split my head open with a cage door. Um, I tried to glue your ass back together. We got it I temporarily. Tried to glue it it, it kind of. But that night I had drank eight beers and four goodie powders. So. That'll do it. And you snorted that one goodie. <laughs> what you, I mean, yeah, that was good about her. It was the orange flavor. That was another UEW. <laughs> <laughs> right there. But, uh, oh my god! But, Dude, Chuck, is that but Chuck is Chuck is like hard wave me, hard wave me. So Rocky mounts him, and I mean it's just catering the shit out of him. Not in the eyebrow where the cut is, and he beats on him for legit like 30, 45 seconds. No blood. <laughs> So they finish the match. Chuck gets no blow. We get to the back. He goes, God damn it, Rocky. I told you to hard one me. Rocky said, I don't know how. <laughs> trying to use the word hard and a spur lock in the same sentence. Doesn't work, guys. <laughs> Why the fuck didn't you tell me that earlier? He goes, any chance to punch you in the fucking face, I'm going to take it. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. We got to hear some West Virginia stories. Uh, All right. I'm going to go take a... Uh, a shoot of it. An Epsom switchblade. Yeah, switchblade. Yeah, it's not that runny. A woodsman. Good solid. Good solid fiber shit. Go take a razor blade. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> oh, you don't want to. Them hurt. <laughs> we got the good. We got the good toilet paper. It's two ply. Oopsie poopsie. Motherfucker. <laughs> Still disappointed in y'all. Oops, Dude, oops. the shit smells that like smells a goddamn like... creamsicle. <laughs> Said will. Time, 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 time. I don't want nothing coming out of my ass, man, like cream of any it kind. It don't come out of your ass. It's in the that. toilet. I've not sprayed a shit since we've got not sprayed one time. I don't I go to the bathroom. I go to the bathroom. I've done sprayed enough. <laughs> <laughs> I done graffiti splatter painted your fucking toilet with my artwork. It's bad enough y'all want me to flush it and get rid of it. <laughs> well, we know you like to send pictures of I'm, your shit to us. Only when they're massive as fuck. He sent me one that looked like a signature. I'm going to get Tank your cell phone number. <laughs> Thank the Lord I've never gotten Goddamn any of those crippled gator. I'm getting them, yeah. <laughs> Tank get them crippled alligator shits. <laughs> Tank's one of those that you said he wanted. He goes, you goddamn nasty motherfucker, you sick bitch. Hey, look at this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you get a text, oh, look at this one. <laughs> Tank is one when of my favorite back, people. First time I ever shook Tank's hand. Okay. okay. Oh, God. When you get done, we'll talk about yeah. Tank's hand. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. West Virginia. If we're going to talk about West Virginia. Oh, Lord. Bella don't like Drew. Bella don't like anybody just walking through the house. Okay. I almost told this story on an earlier podcast when Josh asked for the funniest thing. I remember hearing about that. Which part are you talking about? We got to talk about the West Virginia zombie apocalypse. 
Oh, shit. <laughs> so let's just tell the West Virginia story. We'll, we'll just cover it all here. So, uh, Okay, was it first trip to West Virginia, we thought we were going to die. 2012-ish? Uh, yeah, no, 11. 11-ish? Uh, 11 or 12. All right, so we, uh, we get booked for NWA Mountain State in West Virginia. A buddy of mine, Lance Erickson, who we wrestled with at NACW in North Carolina, was booking. He's booked uh, the first show he booked. He booked uh, a shit ton of nice guys. Yeah, he booked Sean Tempers <laughs> uh, from, our, from our area. He booked Sean Tempers, Ace Rockwell, Drew Delight, Kyle Matthews, and Corey Hollis. And uh, Hampton and I wrote up his alternates. Uh, so we get uh, Knox. We get there and we go to put the uh, location of where we're headed to in the uh, GPS and where we're going to. Beckley. Morgan, no, Beckley, Beckley was the town. It was Morgan Town or Morgan. Oh, that's the one we found. We were looking for Beckley because it was Beckley High School. It said a, we put it in the GPS and it tells us it's a former town former in West town Virginia. Was... So Kyle Matthews being the technical savvy dude that he is, he puts in the town right next to it. So we, we get our, our directions going and Jason and I and... I think none of these guys had been to West Virginia. At no, this point. we hadn't been yet. And so it takes us back roads the whole time. And well, in one car, it was you, me, Tempers, Drew, Drew Delight, and Corey. Because was Corey with us? Then? He was till we stopped at that one gas station and he got out. Okay, because their and car was Ace the and car. Yeah, and Ace and uh, Kyle were in the car in front yeah, and of and us. Corey ended up riding with them. Yeah, and, and it was me, you, Tempers, and Drew. And uh, we're in a big-ass Suburban I used to have. And literally, there's no guardrails on this road. So you're looking over the side of the road, and all you see is death. <laughs> like, no shit. There's no guardrail, and it's like a 20-foot at least shit. drop this far from the side of the road. The, yeah. Like, there's no medium. He was driving? I was driving. Yeah. That's even worse. Well, yeah, because we'll tell you that story on the way back after the second trip. <laughs> but we... uh. There's no median. There's no side of the Is road to pull. The there's no road or anything. Piss on it. Nice. Yeah, piss on the oh, nice. There's no nowhere to pull over or anything else. So, eventful. We think we're gonna die anyway. And the roads are narrow. Like think Dodds Avenue, mm-hmm. but only two lanes of Dodds Avenue. And, and we're that's, going. That's north and southbound lanes. We're going the speed limit, a little bit under probably. And we got people, you know, passing us on curves. 90 miles an hour, passing us on curves. You stupid motherfucker. And I'm just like, sorry, I don't know the road. So uh, we finally get to the show, and it's an eye pay per view. And we don't, we don't do the, uh, we don't wrestle that night. So we're just kind of hanging out backstage. And Sean Tempers has a phobia. He can't use the bathroom if someone is in there or watching him. So. We're like, all right, man. He's like being stand, stand guard. Uh, it's at an old elementary school, and there are no, no stalls. stalls on the toilet. So how long has he had this phobia? Ever since I've known him. Yeah. And I've known him. Why? What that's just one of the Do you want to shit did. if somebody's looking at you? Yes. If I got to shit, I'm shit. <laughs> I've shit on myself enough. I ain't doing it if I don't have to. Walmart. <laughs> Thanks for being there, buddy. <laughs> but, I got you, dude. Uh, Tempers is like, man, I got to shit. Protein shakes are killing me. This is when Tempers is jacked. He's like, watch the door. And I was like, okay. So I'm watching the door. And then Lance hollers. He goes, wild boys, I want to do a promo for y'all coming back up. We're like, okay. Didn't even think about not watching the door, right? So. 
They're hollering for tempers for a promo next. Somebody, I'm not going to say any names, but Corey Hollis said he's in the bathroom. <laughs> so they walk in with a camera crew to get a, get tempers to <laughs> third part of the podcast. <laughs> I was you giving heard, sound effects for tempers. You heard it. <laughs> you heard it, so you know it wasn't Will. <laughs> so uh, they go in there and all you hear is tempers. God damn it, get the fuck out of here. So we do that show, really uneventful after that, but we go back a couple of weeks later and it's uh, me, tempers, and Hampton are booked and he wanted us to bring a fourth guy. None of the other guys that went before wanted to go back. They didn't enjoy the ride. And that time we just went up and drove straight back. It was a Friday night. Yeah, because we did yeah. Woody's show the next Saturday because Ace rode down with us. It was a Friday night. Yeah, and Hollis and uh, Kyle went up to New Jersey after yeah. they left. Yeah, for the Super 8. And the Wawa. Yeah. So we come back. So it, they didn't really like it, so... We're trying to figure out who's going to go. And then, so I reached out to Woody. Uh, Woody had really kind of just got his show going at this time. I was like, you got anybody that might want to go on a road trip? We'll be gone uh, Friday through Sunday. And I was like, it pays. I think they were getting 50 a match. And then TV was free. And uh, they were guaranteed two matches. And our hotel was paid for. And trans was paid for. And, uh. Yeah, Trance was paid for by me. Nobody ever gave me fucking money for it. We got it. I guess they just got to disperse it. But they did. They paid us two hundred and fifty dollars for Trans, and it cost us a hundred and it cost us seventy five dollars. Well, we filled up twice. No, we filled up in Saudi. Filled up in and Saudi, then we and then we filled off. up up there. Wasn't two fifty though. No. And so then we uh, with the first night we get there and we get to the building before anybody. There's no ring. There's no nothing. So we're all dressed up. And I, by the way, we take Showtime. Uh, Josh Cantrell with us. And Woody's like, he tells me, he goes, you got a ribbing. I was like, okay, we'll, we'll figure something out. So the first night we get there and we're standing in a parking lot. And here we are. There's four guys standing in a parking lot. Me and Tempers both got big fucking gold belts hanging with us. And, Shirt, dress shirts and ties shirt, tie, and flags and we're all just standing there hell. looking like we don't fucking belong where we're at right so they start getting there so Lance gets there and we meet his, we meet the guys that night and uh, I teamed with you teamed with Showtime. Showtime against two of the nicest guys I've ever met No shit. and there's a phrase that we, we learned in NACW he's a nice guy if somebody says that about you it means you fucking suck in the ring but you're a nice guy so I forgot who Jason wrestled. Tempers wrestled. I wrestled Bulldozer, I think is what it was. Oh, yeah, 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 Wes. He's still a buddy of mine. Uh, Tempers wrestled Erickson that night? Uh, no, Erickson was the last night. The first I wrestled night. Erickson the last night. He wrestled, he wrestled Darkstorm the second night. See, I was thinking it was the last night because uh, when I worked Tempers at TV, it was setting up for the match with Erickson. I know I worked Erickson the Saturday. Anyway, I think Timbers worked Kincaid that night, or Erickson. Maybe. Well, we do that. Uh, we get done with our match, and Woody calls, and we're sitting there, and uh, it was, I guess it was like a community center we were in because we were dressing on the stage, and Woody's like, how was it? And I was like, oh, it's a dressing room full of nice guys up here. 
Erickson had just walked in the dressing room at that time. He goes, you saying my, my guys, guys are, are shit? I said, no. I said, they're nice guys. He goes, I wrestled at NACW too. I said, then they're very nice guys. <laughs> I mean, it was horrible. But uh, get my pay envelope. There's more money than there's supposed to be. So I don't say anything. I put it in my pocket. Uh, so we, uh, Erickson's like, where are y'all staying? I was like, motherfucker, you booked our hotels. So we're staying at a Best Western. I don't remember. It was right, it was across, right across the street from, from the high hop. <laughs> God. So we get our we get to our room and uh, we're all sitting there and they're telling us we're going to this place called Club 3D. Of course, there's all kind of Dudley jokes being made then, and uh, made a Jeff Jarrett joke at the bar. Yeah, we'll get to that one in a minute. Oh God. So I asked, I was like, "What kind of what kind of place is this?" And he goes, "This is more like a, like a hip hop club." And I was like, "God damn, look right up our alley. We're good." Right. So Showtime. Thanks, we're in West Virginia, so it's going to be goddamn. You got goddamn tight ass Pro pants. Rodeo Wranglers, a Brooks and Dunn button up shirt, cowboy boots, and a big, big ass, ass fucking belt, belt buckle. buckle. Look like he's the NWA World <laughs> Junior Champion. God damn. So we get back from the show. Was that the night we showered and got ready? Yep. Yeah, so we're showering. Tipper sits a shower. Uh, I ain't showtime shower, then tempers or whatever. I was the last one to shower. So I come out, Tempers is over in the corner blow drying his hair. Hampton's literally washing everybody's gear. <laughs> no, you didn't wash gear until we got home. I didn't wash gear yeah. until after. Hampton's just sitting there bullshitting or whatever. So I come out of the shower. And Tempers is over here. We had two beds. So we had two guys to a bed, but me and Tempers ended up with our own beds because we're the only ones that actually slept this whole trip. <laughs> uh, I don't know what Hampton's doing. I don't remember, but I know Showtime is literally sitting on the edge of the bed yeah. I'm at, and he's looking in the mirror straight ahead. You know how you got the hotel mirror, and he's looking in the mirror just like he's trying it's a to podcast, fix his. I guess I need to say. He's it's like he's trying to him, fix his beard that he doesn't have. But he's looking in it like he's the greatest thing since sliced bread. So I walk behind him, and I look over, and Tempers is giving me the Iggy. Like he looks at me and shrugs his shoulders at Showtime, and I was like, he's like. Do it again. And I just kind of look up and I'm just nodding my head. And like, I'm like, yeah. what? And then Tempers looks down at my crotch, looks at Showtime, and he throws his arm over like flop. And I was like, shit, I already know what you want. <laughs> so I was like, well, if you ain't going to move, I got to get over here and get my shit. So I step on the bed like I'm crossing over to the other side. And when I do, I drop my towel that I had around my waist and I take my dick. <laughs> and my balls are resting on the back of his head and I throw my dick over his face. You know, Gonzo it, it from lands. the Muppets? It lands between his eyes and his nose and hanging down his chin. He looked like Gonzo from the Muppets. And all he okay. does... He turned... You know those old Spartan helmets that got the one thing going down the middle? That's what it looked like. And he's sitting there going... Yeah. <laughs> and then Tempers goes, You're not going to move it like that, daddy. <laughs> and then Hampton goes, Not the kind of blowjob we was expecting from you tonight. <laughs> so we get done. When you get done with that. <laughs> hey! So we get done with that. We go to this club, and we walk in. We still not gave Showtime to Iggy that it's not the kind of club he thinks it is, right? So we walk in. It's like hip-hop music and girls everywhere. So we sit down, and we're getting a table. Or before we sit down, we walk to the bar, and it's like, what do you want to drink? I was like, pitcher of beer. Timbers gets a pitcher of beer. I think Jason had a beer at the time. I had a beer there. bottle, yeah. We're sitting there drinking straight out of the pitcher, and this chick walks up. Fucking hot as shit. Big ass titties. I'm like fucking huge. So she uh she's like, Well y'all drinking? We're like beer. She goes, Nah, y'all gotta get on the G cups. And I was like, What the fuck's a G cup? She goes, It tastes like a pina colada icy. And I was like, I ain't fixing to drink no bitch drink. 
And she goes, nah, they, they come in a cup. You'll never even know what it is. And I was like, nah. She goes, first one's on me. So me and Timbers are like, what the fuck ever? So we start drinking them. We're sitting down drinking them. Jason's come back and bought her fucking picture of this shit, right? Oh, drinking Lord. straight up picture. Shit. Bought shit. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. So um, in real life, I drink straight vodka, right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So when I go to restaurants, I'll drink the bitch drinks because they taste good. Let <laughs> yes. me tell you something. Some of those bitch drinks are going to knock you on the ass. Yes. That's where we're right. This is where this is going, huh? It's where we're going. So me and Timbers drops about four of these G cups a piece. And I was like, man, I got to piss. He goes, me too. I was like, let's go to the bathroom and then we'll walk around. Like women do. Homeboy. <laughs> we stand up and have to grab each other because we can't walk. So we order four more than bitches. <laughs> <laughs> We're told to fuck up. So Big Titty Waitress comes back over. And by this time... By this time, no shit, she clocked out... To hang out with to us. To hang out with us. It's me, Hampton, Tempers... You ever had a stripper clock out to hang yeah. out with you? Yeah. Showtime's there somewhere, and Erickson's hanging out with us in Dark Storm. And she's just bullshit with us. And I was like, how big is your titties? <laughs> and she goes... You really want to know? I said, if I got the balls to ask you, I really want to fucking know. She goes, they're double J's. So about that time, the whole table stands up. Woo! We're hitting Jeff Jarrett's truck. <laughs> All right. As an expert on titties, um, those are huge. Yeah, very. Yes. Yeah, because my ex-wife was a double H. And they were very That's nice. pretty close. Probably close to, yeah. Um, dated a girl with double L's. Remember La La? I do remember Lala. Yeah. Um, I didn't date Lala, but... Yeah. Most people do. So, double J's, yeah. I don't remember what happened after that. I remember ending up at the... So, how, how'd that bitch drink do for you? I was fucked up. I remember, <laughs> I remember ending up at the Waffle House. No, the, the IHOP across from the hotel. the hotel. And then I remember Tempers was like, what are you going to get? I was like, I don't know, you guys. I know the bacon I'm temptation. The temptation. <laughs> omelet, brother. <laughs> Daddy. So we get our food, and by the time our food, it takes fucking forever for our food to come. Like me and Tempers are like, <laughs> who was asleep first? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, man, fuck it, I'm going to the hotel. And Tempers like, me too. Showtime's like, me too. Can't find Jason at all. I was hungry. We couldn't find Jason at all. So I finally find him. I was like, we're walking. Here's the keys. None of us should have been driving. So we get back to the hotel. Don't know where showtime goes. I grab one bed. Tempers grabs one bed. A few hours later, I hear Jason come in. I finally get there and but lay down. Here's all I hear. The washer, the washer, the uh, sink in the bathtub going like crazy. And I was like, I check, make sure I didn't piss the bed. I was like, <laughs> all been there. What the fuck are you doing? He goes, I'm washing our gear. I was like, shut up, bitch. I'm trying to sleep. <laughs> He's washing our gear. We're past the fuck out. Trying to find what? out. He hung out with uh, Double J. <laughs> well, he does <laughs> like me. I, I would not do such a thing. In my suburban. Okay, wait. <laughs> Question. Hold on, hold on. It gets better. This motherfucker didn't want to come home. So, um, I had nothing here at the time. <laughs> and, and you, what is, when you see a woman, what is the first thing you notice? Her personality. Our VJR? Yeah. <laughs> Has gravity hit her personality? <laughs> Showing your cult personality, ass. <laughs> but no, I got to the hotel room just in time to lay down and take about an hour and a half nap before we had to get up to go to TV. Why? Yeah. Because you were ready. You were ready to go to sleep after that suburban, huh? 
actually happened. I'm disappointed. I just slept in the sleep. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I don't know what you're talking about. You ain't got nothing in there. You ever, <laughs> so. you ever tried to fuck basketballs? No. <laughs> They're as not as easy as you think it is, okay? Yeah, they, it, they don't. Remember, they, don't I stay, knew, they don't stay very well. Remember, I knew La La before the surgery. Yes. Before the reduction surgery. Oh, wow. So, we get up the next morning to the do TV. would be like this. No shit. Yeah. We get up to do TV and we're doing like three or four weeks of TV that day. Yeah, it was a ridiculous amount of shit. And Why do they fucking put TV after the wrestling that night where you're fucked up the next day? It was oh, Saturday know. morning. Okay, okay, just cut. Oh, all time was, was 9.30. It, it was Saturday morning. First episode live to TV. Other right. three in the can. Just because Flair can do it. Okay? <laughs> oh, well, here's the deal. We get there and Bo James is helping Lance run TV. And so we're sitting there and I'm, he's like, he's like, like Bo, Bo James, this big, same, <coughs> same size around. Yes. Yeah. But, fucking historian for the South. Yeah, get over. God damn. Get fucking over. Historian. Cornette calls him when he can't remember something. Yeah, that's amazing. I love Bo. By the way, Cornette's whole thing. I'm sorry, guys. I had an active sex life. Yes. I never used to get nobody. I'm sorry I didn't. Yeah. But I had a fun sex life. Which they made a joke today about uh, since all his wrestling figures sold out, they're going to release the hot tub playset to go I with seen it now. That. I seen that. <laughs> and a Stacy figure. But so I mean, it may hold the, you down if you don't go in there. Right? Yeah, yeah. It could discontinue your push. So on the way to TV, <laughs> which is probably about a couple miles from the hotel, yeah, it was far off, stumbling distance. We're actually Kinda. driving. Jason's driving. <laughs> Because he's probably... We should have let Showtime drive. I don't think he drinks shit. I don't know. I just know... Oh, we, I wasn't hungover. I was still Showtime? drunk. Showtime? Woody Showtime. I know. Where, where did you find him like, you that night? He, he, just was showed, he just showed up. He was at the room when we got there. So I guess he dipped at first. But I forgot about him trying to true love all these girls he met at the club. <laughs> and then their boyfriends... <laughs> Their boyfriends oh, would get shit. off. And keep in mind, we're in West Virginia. It's a mining town. Coal mining country. These guys come in covered in soot from head to toe. And he's like, why don't you come to a bar looking like that? I was like, brother, just got off work. You got to get a beer to go home. And I remember. Oh, fight one of those fuckers. Oh, no. 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 <laughs> and he was trying to because he was flirting I'll take with banks. anybody. I'll let Banks do it. He will. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can't hurt <laughs> no, look, look, I'm telling you right now. So there's. I'll fight anybody. Fuck it. I don't care. I mean, at this point in my life, I don't care. Right. Like, I'll take an ass whipping or I'll beat your ass. One of the two. Guess happen. which one's probably going to happen. All right? Because I've got enough where <coughs> you hit me in the head, it's like rock right now. So there's certain people that you, you'll fight, but you're going to talk to first. Oh, yeah. Sean fucking Banks is somebody I'm going to talk to, write a letter to. Send an email to Try to barter with gimmicks. Yeah, and see what I can do. Call David Young. Say, hey, you need to talk to your boy. <laughs> call fucking Aaron. Say, hey, Aaron, please call David. <laughs> yeah, you can't hurt Banks at I saw, all. Banks, I've seen him knock a guy out with one punch. Mm-hmm. And Good also seen him fight Gilbert one time where Gilbert was in the wrong. And Gilbert will tell you this. Banks could have fucked him up. And they were close at that time. Yeah. And he could have fucked him up. That's when we squashed our shit. Yeah. Uh, uh, but Gilbert and him had a fight. It was over a girl. Go figure. Had an old school way before the show. We took it out back. Had a fight. Sean did his thing. Gilbert got his ass whipped. 
you were cool after that. Yeah. Um, you either, you still took their hand with respect and moved And then on. I had to work banks that night because if, for some fucking reason, I always have to work either whoever just got out of jail or whoever just got <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen, but we were at a strip club in Columbus, Georgia. And what have you done? the one behind the Arby's. I just, I just I, Columbus, Georgia strip club, just. Yeah. Especially behind the Arby's. Oh, you got to think, though. More you're, right there, you're right there at Fort Benning, though. So there was some class in there. Oh, I just want to say more C-sections than... Uh, no, not pushing boots, no. But one of the bouncers grabbed Banks from behind and spun him around. Banks then drilled him, kept drinking his beer, and kept walking like well, nothing happened. he got out at the fair. Yeah. One punch through a fucking concession stand. God damn. We're walking. So wait, what year was this strip club in, there behind the Arby's? What about it, who? What year was this? What, strip club behind the year? Arby's. That's it's a hell of a... It's still there. Uh, but when well, were you there? Uh, no, he's not your daddy. 13, 14-ish. I wonder if old girl, your old girl was there. Oh, fuck off. We, that used to be, we do GCW uh, for Ted Oates every other Saturday. Is that the overrated story? Might explain why yes. it looks like that. <laughs> yes, in the back of the forerunner. <laughs> so is that Jerry something took over that? Jerry who? Um, he pretty much runs... It, it ended up com- becoming none of the guys that owned it was in a porn industry. Uh, they sold porn magazines and porn videos. Like the shit the porn Hughes, guy? The Hughes, Diane, Diane and uh, something Hughes. It was uh, it was the one that was in Columbus for the longest, and then they lost the building and went to Phoenix City with a six-sided uh, ring at the I skate remember, Okay, yeah, yeah, I remember that. But back to West Virginia. So yes, we're leaving, and we're trying to find a gas station to get coffee, Monster, something, right? So we find and it, sunglasses and sunglasses because that sun was bright as fuck that morning, <laughs> like extra bright. It may seem um, what's that movie with uh, Val Kilmer? It's about doing Sudafed, actually. Uh, and they open the door and the yeah, light just that's <laughs> it. The same light. Yeah. So it has a uh, meatloaf as the cook. Yeah. So we're driving, and I look, and I was like, and I'm still fucked up. You're like, why? I was like. I see an escaped fucking dude in a hospital gown rolling his goddamn cart. <laughs> his IV Where cart. were you? West Virginia. Beckley, West Virginia. Let me, let me, my West Virginia, I'll see if that's good. Ray, he's already confirmed it. Yep, that's West Virginia. Yeah, Ray's already confirmed <laughs> it. We told this story to Ray, he goes, that's like my hometown. Yeah. So he's walking with it, and I was like, nobody else see that shit? And Timber's like, nah. And Hampton's like, fuck, I did. I was like, turn around. <laughs> so we did. We turn around, and we see him again. So we get to the store. And I think me and you just run in to get shit for everybody. Yeah, and then Showtime's freaking out because he saw him after we came out of the oh, store. Oh, come in the store. <laughs> We're walking out, and then he walks in. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Goddamn, Ben. Yeah, get in the car. They're going to fucking kill us. <coughs> They're not our kind down here. He's, he's like, what are you talking about? This guy in the hospital gown, and he's got an IV pole, and blah, blah, blah. And the dude behind the counter is like, Oh, that's just Joe. He comes down here every day from the hospital. They yeah. let him out to get cigarettes and yeah. shit. Yeah, he leaves the mental hospital to come down and get what he needs and goes back and hooks himself back up. <laughs> <laughs> so we get the TV. It's kind of like the uh, guy with the one leg that yes. flies over to yeah. you. Yeah. You know, yeah. The gas station. Yeah. yeah. Just like uh, that. Yeah. Uh, Drew Myers. Uh, yeah. So we, uh, we get. Wow, we all know that. Yeah. <laughs> We are all from this town. We get the TV, and it's in the smallest fucking building I've ever been. Oh, it's so bad. Like, it's spring place small. Wow. What was it? 15 chairs set up? 15 chairs Three rows of five? Yeah, on one side. You open the door to come in the building, there's the chairs. There's the ring. Here's the announcer stand. Here's the entranceway. Uh, 
customer's bathroom is right by the entranceway. Then you walk in, and there was a, a closet back here where the girls dressed. Misty had brought, I think, four opponents because we were doing four weeks of TV. Maybe three, maybe two. Well, how many every week she was going to actually have a match? I think it was two. They dressed back there. The rest of us had to dress in here, and there was no shit like 25, 30 guys for TV. Yeah. It was old yeah, school it was TV. TV. Yeah. All it over, was a room smaller than the kitchen. All over except for the main event. So I was sitting there getting dressed, and, uh, and I'm fucked up. And I remember Bo walks in, he kicks me. He goes, wake the fuck up, kid. You're not in Memphis anymore. I like, huh? Because we used to do live TV for Lawler when we was coming from Nashville. And uh, that's when Bo was still drinking. And we'd be tore up and trying to do live TV. He's like, I'll give you a little bit of time. I was like, all right. So uh, who'd you work? I worked tempers. He worked tempers to put tempers over for Erickson. Uh, Erickson did a promo. And then I was the First match after his promo. So I was the first match of the first episode of TV, and I was wrestling this kid, Troy Markham. And it was, I mean, it was just a straight over match. Like he got a couple offense in, but I know so. The finish was the pile driver. I hit the pile driver, pin him, cut my promo to work on Lance, go right to the bathroom because now I got the beer shits. That pile driver <laughs> charged it out at me, son. <laughs> he, he got to finish just in time. So we finish up TV, and then we go to Applebee's. As you do. And then when we got back to the hotel is when I watched gear. Hampton's washing gear as me and Tim. Because that's when Bo James kept sticking his hand in. You still good, brother? Okay. (laughs) Yeah, Bo kept. And to back it up a little bit, I told you Erickson was with us the night before, right? Erickson, (laughs) his girlfriend's name was Brandy Blankenship. I didn't know this at the time. I went to school with a girl named Brandy Blankenship. Brandy Blankenship sends me a friend request. I assume it's Brandy I went to school with, so I accept it. So I'm question. You know, yes. Did you? The one I went to school with? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So Did you? Right at that point in time. <laughs> Not the first. <laughs> that wouldn't be the first one. Yeah. <laughs> or the second one. Or the third, third one. one. We might be double dude. Anyway, we uh <laughs> <It's not yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> We've already got a count. Fourteen. Fourteen. <laughs> so uh we uh we go to Applebee's or back it up, accept your friend request and you know how back in the day you used to tag where you was yeah. at. So Harrison, he left early from the club that night. We didn't know why. Yeah, until we didn't the know next why. Day. We didn't know why. Did we get to the? Yeah. He don't tell us at TV. We get to the show that night and he goes, "Y'all still going back tonight?" We had to go back because tempers work. He had to work dirt. Sunday. Evening. He had to work Sunday evening, so we had to go back. And we were gonna stay Saturday night too. And we had to go back, so. He goes, y'all, uh, y'all still leaving after the show tonight? I said, yeah, we're packed up. As soon as we're done here, we're going to jet out. He said, did you turn your key in yet? I said, no, we still got it. He goes, I need it. I said, why? Because I got kicked out. <laughs> so we we do the shows that night, and it, it's good. Uh, Hampton and Showtime team against, I don't remember who. I don't remember. Uh, Tempers wrestles Eric Darkstorm in a fucking classic. Oh, man, I bet that was great. Darkstorm's great. And I wrestled Erickson in a hell of a match. And uh, we get done. No, we did go back to the hotel. We didn't have our stuff packed up. So uh, That's right. He met us at yeah, the hotel to get the key. Yeah, he gives us our pay, and we get there. And I'm counting my pay from all the shows. Like, uh, There's supposed to be 50 for Jason, a match, 50 for Showtime, a match, 75 for me, 75 for Tempers, plus trans and room was paid for. And uh, TV was half of whatever your rate was. So we get there, and I open mine, and I start counting it. And I... Then I start deducting from the nights, and I was like, 
Jason's your money right? He said, yeah. Showtime's your money right? Yeah. I said, Timbers, your money right? <laughs> Let's go outside, Eddie. So we walk outside and he goes, bro, uh, we got bonuses because we worked a promoter. So we were supposed to get 75 each match. We got a hundred and a quarter <laughs> plus trans. So it was a pretty good, pretty good deal there. And that's when Erickson knocked on the door and he's like, everything good? I was like, oh, it's fucking wonderful now. No, no, I went to West Virginia in February and Ray said, fuck you, I'm not going. <laughs> so I got a cripple Matt Gilbert and a, a Christian Garrett to go with oh, me. Oh, nice. And made a load of money. So you understand what we were talking about earlier about West Virginia roads and looking down to your immediate death. Oh, no guard oh, roads. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those mountains are fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, coming home, there was a goat. That, that <laughs> first trip, too, is also where we met Damian Wayne for the first time. Yes. And Damian's awesome. You oh, know yeah. Damian. I got to uh, at UEW with Damian and Tokyo. Yeah, uh, Cahagas. Cahagas, uh, Congolegas. Yeah, <laughs> actually, yeah, that's con- when we did the uh, the, the uh, Friday night, yeah, of Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah, um, I actually got Conan Lingus to do a comedy match that Sunday. Nice with Jaden. I I went to you know my fake chop, right? Yeah. You see me, everybody see me do that. The fake chop, I did that to Jaden. I was like, you know, I was teaming. With- <laughs> were you there for that show? No, oh. it was. Uh, it was when we were still AIWF, and they had done one before the year before at TWE. And it was like, everybody said it was a shit show. Said it was like, oh, because it was seven, eight, eight hours. Long. hours oh, and shit. I cut two matches. Ours was three hours long, and we had 12 matches. Nice. It was, we were there. TWE, of course, didn't see anybody. Uh, whoever was running what Buzz's show is now, when it was Mountain Championship, yeah. he sent guys. Uh, I worked. Main AIWF sent guys. Um, uh, James worked. Anthony was down. Yeah, uh, he, uh, he worked the Chris Anthony, Wade. Anthony. I was the American champion because I dropped it to Francisco. Yeah, you dropped it to Siasto. Uh, Damien worked Brad. No, he worked Ray. That's right. I brought him back to work Brad. That's what yeah. it was. He worked Ray. I uh, worked. Who did Hagas work? He may work Brad. If not, or was it Menace? Ooh, either one. I think it was I want to either one of those matches I want to see now. Yeah, I think it was Menace <laughs> Me, because well, I thought the Japanese influence on both of them. Kahagas, uh is badass. He's like a great Muda, great Kabuki throwback, wears the gotcha. pants, face paint, elaborate ring jacket. He's the only guy that's ever been national, North American, and world champion of the NWA. Yeah, and was the AIWF world champion yeah. also. Awesome. Yeah, I think he was a world champion during no, the showcase, uh, or had Damien already Damian. won it? Okay. Because Damien ended up dropping it to Rodney, that Rodney dropped it to Francisco. That's right. Because I'm the first uh, triple crown champion AIWF, even though Francisco says he is, but just because mine was a cruiserweight. Right. Still world champion. But you still have the belt. Yeah. Lucky fucker. Yeah. You ever want to sell that? <laughs> contact, I got Contact me first. Uh, I won't sell that. That was, um, I worked hard for that Sunday. I got to put a new leather. So you did? I, I've got to. I'll plant. Yeah, I will. Um, we've talked about this a couple times. I actually pulled it out. It looks like shit right now. I've yeah. got to polish it. The leather's Don't use shit. Press oh, I know better. Um, yeah, actually, I'm going to leave it to God, do you remember when it was actually gold? Yes. Before fucking Cobra Kai? I used to keep that belt on. <laughs> Drew show up at a show. I was like, give it to me. And I just said, because everybody knows I'm a belt mark. So I just look yeah. at it. And it's all gold. Like, you know, most belts have got some kind of painting in it or dual plated. This one is just all and it's gold. it's a triple. I mean, you, 
it was 20 pounds. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's Six heavy Six millimeter thick, five plate. Yeah. yeah it, it was so heavy, they put a cheap backing on it. It pulled the backing off of it. That was about it. That was the best belt the AIWF has ever, ever had. had. Ever had. And when they changed belts, I got that for... I went up to North Carolina for for fifty bucks. Good deal. There you go. You know what I mean. The rest of it paid that off. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I also, I mean, come on. I I booked that division for a while too. And with that belt, you could sell it as a ring use belt and triple your triple. I just it's, I earned that belt. You did. I put people over when everybody else was not didn't want to do business. <clears throat> yeah, I did business with people that shouldn't have which Jack Lord was up for that show too yeah uh, he had messaged me right as soon as we joined AIWF and uh, I forgot who the world champion was at the time but there was a problem he didn't want to do business so we had to do a quick swap and I didn't have the bro- the budget to bring Cahagas was winning the belt this is before Damien got yeah. it and uh, I forgot who had the- was it Rodney was it Eric Stone was it uh... no it was before Dark Storm I don't remember who it was. Was it uh, the uh, native guy? Yes. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, Chief Shittabrick. <laughs> Chief Shittabrick. But I didn't I didn't have the payroll to bring him in at that time. And so then when uh, Matt messaged that, I was like, yeah, I said, but I, I want to talk to who, yeah. who's going to be the world champion in X amount of days. And then he told me it was still going to be Damien. So we, I went we, ahead and booked with Damien. We tried with that. Yeah. I mean, now, the AIWF was good and bad. It was good because it, it gave you a network to work with, and it, it introduced me to guys that I, I wouldn't have met until now. Like, I met Anthony, Victor Andrews, both great guys. Uh, I met Joe Black, Will Huckabee. Uh, Cahag- oh, I met Cahagas once before at FIP in Florida, but I met Damien. You know, Huckabee, like, swears I tried to kill him or not. Really? Yeah. I you probably Huckabee. did. you drink with him? Huck and well, Joe were at that show. Well, Huck wrestled Rodney Mack. And if you don't know, Rodney Mack was like Rodney a Mack, man. Wasn't Mack the world champion? Yeah. It was that like, might have been who they were trying to get it off of. No, that ended up, no, that was all good. Maybe it was before. It was, maybe that's who they put it on was Well, it ended up to Rodney Mack. And, uh, but in Huck's words, uh, Rodney Mack hits like a man. And I was... They had chopped you each other. Rodney Mack, right? Yeah. They chopped each other back and forth, and I was worried about Huck's safety and health. And his chops on his chest was looks like they were bleeding. So what do you do with a wound? You disinfect it. You put alcohol on it. So you pour hundred proof <laughs> alcohol in. It. Oh God. Oh yeah. And You're then Joe Black poured whatever Hennessy he had. Mm, Hennessy. Um. Yeah. So. Uh, Joe Black is phenomenal. Had a hypnotic in there. We got. Joe Black is fucking... Yeah. Oh, that series uh, with... Uh, him and Huck ended in The Last Man Standing. On nice. a car. Huck goes through a car. Oh, shit. Before uh, WWE did it. Huck. Huck's good, too. I mean, like, if you look at him, you're going to think, eh. But Huck can fucking go. Huck is badass. Huck's a pro wrestler. Yes. Straight up. I, I, I really... That's always, like... Joe I always Black want, should be signed. Huck should be signed. I well. always want to look like a pro wrestler. Picture Dick Murdoch. Yeah. But can do the flips and shit. Like, he can brawl, he can wrestle. Because <laughs> Dick can brawl and wrestle. Right. But Huck can do all that plus the flippity shit. But better than that, the stories he tells when he wrestles. Mm-hmm. Like, the story with him and Huck, or him and Joe, like, 
we had already known it because we knew who he was, but they didn't know it yet at Southern Honor. And Joe was in, getting beat up one night, Huck hopped the crowd to save him. And right then, I knew where Dylan was going with the book, and I was like, it's going to build up to them with a badass series. And keep in mind, Southern Honor only runs once a month. Yeah. They stretched this out for like four months till they finally had to blow off. The blow off was so legit, cops were called. Ah, damn. Um, it was their second biggest crowd ever. Dylan deserves Booker, Booker of the Year. year. Um, and not just because he's using top tier guys. No. Kevin Ryan was a relative unknown at the time, and he put the belt on the kid. Yeah. And did great with it. Um, just in general, I'm a big fan of Dylan. Um, Huck. Huck's another person I can call. Huck will call me. He'll call somebody out for being a racist. Mm-hmm. And Huck daily. Will me- daily. And Huck will message me first. Hey, hey, dude, this is one of your friends on here. And I'll, I'll, I'll unfriend him because yeah, of Huck. Me too. Same way. Huck's, because of Huck's that. one of the ones. And it'll just be a tag. Like, he'll tag me in it. And then you just go and take it off your page. Because, I mean, he, he'll call anybody out. Like, he's, I've seen him call promoters, wrestlers, refs, announcers, anybody that's posting stupid shit. Huck's on it, calling him out. If you're not following Will Huckabee, follow him for sure. That's great following in general. Yeah, I'm not sure what his Twitter is, but just look at William Huckabee and you'll find it. But I know he's on Facebook. Um, Joe Black's a good follow. Um, just Dylan enjoy- is a great follow. Southern Honor Wrestling is a great follow. Follow Dylan, man. Dylan's Dylan deserves everything he's got. Dylan not only is the Booker of the Year for Southern Honor Wrestling, he's also... He's all the video director, video uh, producer for a big for company a- out there, you know, for AEW. Right. And he also does DDP yoga. He teaches there. He's uh, one of their instructors. He does their promo work too. Like, come a long way from Bulldog Dylan Hales. Oh God, yeah. I, I sent him a picture the other day about it. Yeah, uh, I remember Bull- you working him at Woody's, Woody's that show time. right before yeah. he come uh, down with Sunny us. Days. Yeah. Well, I worked him uh, as Bulldog. I did too. And then uh, monstrosity. He. uh Come down with Sean Holcomb from Superstars when they were getting ready to do the first Superstars. And just another guy that just wanted to fucking wrestle. And he's the guy that recognizes talent, too. Not yeah. just your talent in the ring. Like, they had a cancellation uh, one day, and he goes, man, I hate to even ask you this. He goes, I'd rather be asking you if you wanted to come wrestle, but I need a I need a color commentator to work with Scott Hudson. When? <laughs> he tells me Superstars. is like, I'm there. He goes, how much? I was like, just let me in the festival. Let me and my kids in the, in the fan fest, and we're good. Just to get there to get to work with Scott Hudson. That's right. fucking cool as shit. And be his color guy, like Scott's doing the play by play, and I get to make the offhand comments. And I got to, uh, I, I still got to buy that second Rome show. The second Superstar show? Yeah. It's um, on Highspot's uh, digital network. I had a code for it, but it was, uh, God, who was in the match? It was uh, Sonya was in there. I know Priscilla was my manager. Was that the uh, table match with Tank and them? Where the no, table no, that was, no, that was <laughs> I and the table got invented that night. <clears throat> you not seen that one? Uh-uh. Oh, brother, it's worth paying the money to watch it on high Luke Gallows tried his damnedest. It's Gallows and... Tank and... Who's uh, Gallows' partner, though? Um, it was Iceberg and Tank versus Gallows. And, and uh, one of the fucking... What was... Uh, Psycho Sid's gimmick, the uh, the mask, humongous Lord humongous. Oh, it was yeah. one of the Hugos. Yeah, yeah. the one of the Alabama Dwight's yeah. Hugo things. Yeah, um, and the table would not break. God yeah. damn! So it was the, the UEW like, announce table, huh? UEW announce table. Oh, they took it up to the fa- they took it up <laughs> to the stands. Yeah. Um, the clips they showed on YouTube just says "I am table." God damn! Let's see, uh, Priscilla Kelly was our manager before we met. Darby. Yeah, Darby. Right. Um, 
I just remember I got. I love Priscilla. I, I talked David into doing so a uh, spine buster when his knees were bad. Give me a spine. It, Jimmy, I was versus Jimmy Ray and somebody. I think Swinger was in there. Um, but it was just Scott Hudson got to call my match. That's cool. Um, so since we're winding down all this shit, I, two new segments I want to introduce. All right. One I'm stealing from uh, Busted Wide Open. Not busted, uh, I love not oh, busted open. Okay, I got not you. Not that one, but Busted Wide Open. Do great recaps. That's a whole different story yeah. for Busted Wide Open. Uh, busted Open is with... Well, I'll explain later. Hey. Uh, <laughs> Josh, I need your demonstration skills. Oh, dear God. <laughs> I got some lube in the car. I'm sure, the he, ca- I'm sure he has it in his desk. <laughs> his nice thing. Uh, Spit on it, Paw Paw. <laughs> I can't. I can't stop. You. <laughs> right, your future promotion is not going to get to run because of that. We're going to put it in Will's name. Ah. <laughs> um, so I'm going to steal something from them. Moment um, of positivity. The mop. The mop. The mop. Mop of this week. Harry Saturday's mop. Just in general. Moppy. Yep. <laughs> The moment of positivity doesn't have to be wrestling, just in life in general this week. Will, you're one of our guests that hasn't talked, besides getting made fun of, for being gay. Happy Pride Month. <laughs> and eat, and eat, <laughs> eating two glasses of frozen wine. Damn That's nice not even slushies. the gayest thing you've done this week. They were good slushies. It was. They were, really they were very good. I think we should start a screw wrestling. That orange one was good. slushy icy truck. It's called um, uh, Wet Willies. On Tavi Island? Yes. Yeah. Oh, you know I know about yeah. Willie's on Tavi. The call a cab? Or call a cab? Yeah, me and you, should, we should run for uh, mayorship in uh, if you ever Tavi. Just, if you ever just take a date down, just need one room. I know a guy that has a sea breeze right there at the pier. Nice. Yeah. Ah. I love Tavi. Yeah. I swear, I'm, I swear I'm moving, dude. I will have a bar in seven years. Oh, shit. If not Palm Coast. Love we got Palm a time Co- limit on the podcast now. <laughs> yeah, seven years. Seven years. <laughs> I'll call Six you and a half. We need a pack. I'll, I'll call Hey, guys, come down to the bar. <laughs> oh, I ain't talking about this, okay? It only takes six hours to get there. We can make it home from work tomorrow. All right, look. So, I got Julie well, yeah. doing all my books. So, you're good there. You yeah, all my books, all my financial stuff, all that. Julie's taking care of that. All right? So, I'm in, I'm in Tybee, which is next to Savannah. So, I hire a badass kitchen manager... Pay them a good amount of money, and then start an intern with Scab, and get uh, interns from their culinary di- uh, division. So that way, my uh, my staff in my kitchen, Just and my kitchen going. staff, listen to this schedule. I know a badass bartender. And so my uh, back of the house schedule: four days on, three days off. Nice. Because as a back of the house restaurant person, I want you to have some time to yourself. Mm-hmm. All right, so that I'm, I've been in restaurants. I'm going to run it like I want to. All right, so badass. It's uh, the where you're at too. Tourist location. Don't matter if it's weekends or not. It's going to be peak season when when it's mm-hmm. nice. And I'm going to run. What I want to do is locals. Yes, I want tourists are going to be there. I'll have tourists. That's yeah, easy. but you'll have locals year round. I want I want locals year round. And uh, if I can, there's already an AJ's down there, so I'm probably Jermaine's. And you know your market down there, too. You know you don't want to do chicken fingers as your focus because of spankies. Yeah. You don't want to do big nachos because of fannies. Just just good food. Oh, yeah. Good hamburger. Good steak. Maybe some real food. Yeah. Just some, Maybe some country food. Some That's what food. I'm thinking. Because hey, there's nothing. Yes. There's nothing. There is no food 
on the island like that, it's uh, you got your pizza. Yep. Uh, on the island, you have a pizza joint, a crab joint, a crab joint. You got Nacho. fannies, which is nachos and uh, crab legs, basically. And you got spankies, which is the home of the chicken fingers. So, so you do good country stuff, mm-hmm. like where good I worked before. And sandwiches and stuff. Right, um, some shrimp and grits. Got to have shrimp and grits and some daily stuff. Yep. I mean, I can put a menu together, no problem. Grit balls. A good bar, you know, with some good just. Signature good, drink. Just some good spirits. drinks. You know what I mean? Just some reasonable price drinks, reasonable price beers. I'm not trying to, I'm not going to make a killing off of you, but I'm going to make my money. Yeah. And if I make my money, you understand I'm going to make my money. That's part of doing business. In industry. Right? Industry people. Right. Exactly. You get open a little late for the bartenders and servers. Exactly. And I get a good bar manager, a good kitchen manager. I sell catering all the time because I'm more of a salesperson than anything yeah. else in life. Mm-hmm. And then I got my kids coming down. Perfect. You know, that's a... That's life goals right there. I mean, that's a... Right. That's not a retirement, but that's doing something I love. Plus, if you've never been to Tyvee, it's... it's Fuck Disney World. It's the most magical place. I love <laughs> Tyvee. I've been to beaches everywhere. And Tyvee, it's like, there's no bullshit. There's <laughs> there's no groups of teenagers out there causing shit and being loud. It's fantastic. If there is, they're taken care of. Yes. Hey, boys... Calm it down. Yeah. But it's families. It's, it's where you take your family to go to the beach. Um, um, I'd rather go to Tybee than any other beach I've Palm ever been Coast to. Coast was a close second. Nice. No That's the one you just went to? Julie I said still that. I want to check that. Julie said that. And you know you know how much Julie mm-hmm. loves Tybee. That's why I bought her every year to go for New Year's is on Tybee. Mm-hmm. That's okay. our favorite place in the world. That's where her first marriage was. You know, literally on the pier. Right. Um, by God, if you don't think I will talk to that place into having a wrestling event on that fucking pier. I've always wondered why nobody runs Savannah either. Yeah. And so it, if you want the big city feel, Tybee, you're 25 minutes yeah. away from Savannah. Right. And even if you don't want the big city feel, you still got the the old school Southern Annabelle <clears throat> homes and the ghost tours and just Savannah's beautiful. You got River Street. You can literally walk down there with your alcohol. Oh, hell. How and Tybee, awesome the whole that? island's like that. Yeah. And if you really want a Southern living, that's Savannah. Yes. You know, that's it. The good way of Southern living. Yeah. Southern living's got like this bad yeah. connotation. We're not all racist. And one of my best friends, you know him very well, Marcus Daniels, lives in Savannah. Marcus Daniels was Phenom in the Gangsta Nation. You remember that group? Yeah. He's he's in there and uh, he makes damn good t-shirts too, really cheap. So, great restaurants. Like, world class. Yeah. You know, that's where, uh, what's yeah, her name's from? Paula Dean. Paula Dean's. She actually has a restaurant yeah, there. Uh, her original one, yeah. The Lady and Sons. But, World-class restaurants. I just, I want to get my piece of pie. I'm not going to try to get rich off of it. I'm just going to make my living. So I don't have to wake up till 9 o'clock and I go to the beach and go into work at 12. Mm-hmm. Good life. Never, I'm ha- I have never been to Savannah nor Tyler. Uh, you're missing out. Yeah, you're, you're missing out. It really, uh-huh. as an adult. I would suggest, honestly, <laughs> your next vacation. I know you got one planned already coming up. Your next one, if you're planning a beach, look at Tybee. For one, it's cheaper than any other beach you're going to go to. It's honestly more convenient to get there. It's three turns. Yeah. Uh, it's 75, 75, 16, 20. Well, 20, 20 16. 16. I hate 16. Yeah, and it, it, get gas before you hit 16. Yeah. Because we didn't one night. And I had to, t- I literally had to go 35 miles out of my way west or east to find a gas station. Oh, shit. And they were closed, but luckily they had the pumps that still took your debit. So, before you get it, on 16, because you get on 16, gas. it's four lane, but there's nothing there. 
the only thing that is on 16 is Dudleyville, Georgia, which is where that shit show happened a few years ago and that promoter stiffed everybody, Mr. Wonderful, and Arn Anderson went to his hotel room and got their money. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, my God. That's it. I mean, you'll see, you'll see a McDonald's on 16 almost at the end. Yeah. That's a McDonald's. That's because of GSU. Yeah. And if you don't, if, you, if you're low on gas... Before you hit 16, you won't make it to that McDonald's. Oh, fuck. And then once you pass that McDonald's, you're about 15 minutes from Savannah and about 35 from Tybee. And I, I got a room right in the middle of Tybee that guys, like, he's actually, like, Airbnb, but he's already, like, reserved that room for me for next year for uh, uh, New Year's. We, uh, we always stay at the same house. Uh, two blocks down from the IGA on the left-hand side of the road, the black, yeah. two-story, right on the beach. So we were at the DeSoto yeah. uh, a couple years back when it snowed. Nice. Yeah, I got snowed in on Tybee Island. Oh, shit. Yeah. There's <laughs> hotels there, too, if you, want to stay in a ha- you don't want to stay in a house. Stay at DeSoto or Hotel Tybee. Yeah. That's it. But I would I would say a house, because we got this one house, literally it was two-story house. Uh, they rent the bottom and the top, so it's essentially two houses. The bottom level, you walk in, it's where you park, and you walk in, and it's a big open, like a family room, but it's got, uh, now it has two futon beds in a corner, the double recliners, it has a gimmick in the middle, but lay all the way back, uh, it's own kitchen, laundry room, bathroom downstairs, then two other bedrooms, and you go upstairs, and uh, you walk into the living room, it's got a a screened-in front porch, kitchen, bathroom, laundry room, Two more bedrooms upstairs. So my whole family went, and we paid $2,500 for the week for that big yeah. house, and there was 15 of us. Yeah. There ended up being like 20 of us by the time the weekend was over because some others came down, just blew out air beds, or actually uh, Robbie and them just slept on the uh, reclining chairs. Hell, yeah. I like the DeSoto because it's actually on the beach. Yeah. Um, we had a beachfront hotel room that year. Hotel Tivy, mm-hmm. you can park right there at the beach that's why we stayed when i did the uh, uh polar plunge that was yeah. all 70 degrees <laughs> but the year i got snowed in like we it was the the bridges got iced over yeah i was like so i'm snowed in on a beachfront hotel room island with a beautiful blonde fuck my luck <laughs> fuck it i'm done yeah <laughs> dear penthouse yeah <laughs> oh the night of a uh, chris jericho uh at the New Japan show. Yeah. So I bought New Japan that night. Oh, nice. Oh, and let me tell you, Tybee Island, they get snowed in. They go to the liquor store and the grocery store. In that order. And there's only one grocery store on the island. Yeah, the IGA. And it's the IGA. And it's as big as Josh's room in his kitchen. I mean, it's, it's, think back to your local grocery store when you were a kid. That's what I love about it. Like, you're not going to go in there and get filet mignon. Right. You can get crab legs because yeah. you're right there at the ocean, but it's 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 a grocery store. Like it's got everything you need, but it's the aisle. Got bread. And the, I can walk down the aisleway. Ain't nobody else walking, but it's an IGA, and I mean it's you can probably get six cars in a parking lot, but it, I love going there every and time two, I get uh, there. Uh, golf and two, yeah, yeah. two, of the, two of the golf carts. Yeah. Now, like I said, I'll, I'll pass on that information. Right in the middle of Tybee, great place. It's like a uh, the uh, what is it? I just said it. DeSoto? Uh, DeSoto. No, hotel but it's time. another hotel that's right there downtown. Oh, um, yeah. Right above yeah, uh, so, Wet Willis. Yeah. Uh, uh, fuck. San... It's not San Dunes. Yeah. Maybe that. Um, guy owns that. It's Samsung. On the third floor, he owns that, that corner right there. 
great get or great host as an AB or Airbnb. You know, just you know, hey, hey, call this guy. Actually, I said, hey, this is my plan for opening this. He's like, here's the names you need to call to get these people will be there the day you open. Nice. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? Like that kind of, that's the community there. They want people to come into their community. They'll welcome you unless you're Sandra Bullock. You've got a big fucking house and then more taxes. Yes. Um, but. Which you'd be surprised at people that own property in there. Johnny Depp's got three houses and an island. Oh shit. Um, that's where they uh, filmed. Uh, he owns a whole fucking island. Think about that. Man owns his own. They filmed Baywatch. The rock yeah. movie. Yeah. Was filmed there. Josh, do you own an island? Josh? Josh? Cox. We are missing a cock. Anybody seen a cock? Well, not it this time. Sniff it out. <laughs> I know you got a nose for that shit. <laughs> All right. And a mouth. You're, right. supposed, you're supposed to, still supposed to do mop. Yeah, mop, 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 mop. I don't really know if, if it Is counts. it positivity from your experience yeah. for this week? We don't care. Just something positive. Because there's too much bullshit in the world. And negativity. Right. So, okay. <laughs> this is going to sound really bad because it's my job, but whatever. Was down at gas station, and my Coke guy comes down. So whoa, I, whoa, 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 whoa. You have a Coke guy, too? Coca-Cola. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> this say, kind. Coca-Cola. I was about to ask you what his name was. We might know him. <laughs> so, he, I had to open the back of the coolers. So, I open the coolers, go to go back in to the little box. He says, hey, um... You got a buddy over here. Cox is back. Hey! What the hell do you mean I got a buddy? And he's just like squatted down looking in the cooler. I'm like, fuck. So I go over there. I'm like, it's Mouse. Chilling in my monster cooler. (laughs) So I call my manager because, you know, you have to call him and blah, 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 this stuff. And I I looked him square in his face when he came down there. I said, I'm telling you right now, if you try to kill it, I will fight you. So this is like a green mile type shit. <laughs> well, you know we Mr. don't like You know we love rats on this podcast. So you're not supposed to say that anymore. Yeah, rats are dead. Remember that? They're not <laughs> speaking out, brother. I mean, speaking out. On. There's no such thing as a rat anymore. We know that. The old school term. Okay. Okay. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so I just try to have one body about two grand worth of clothes up in the trees and let him go. Isn't her husband? No, he got out of jail. Different one. Oh. So that's my positivity. I didn't I snow whited and didn't kill a mouse. <laughs> right. Oh shit. Least... It just hit me who you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I honestly don't know if he is or not. I've not heard anything he else about it. He is. Uh anyway, Bond? Uh, uh I don't know. Uh, James Bond? No. Uh anyway, off that. Positivity. positivity. My positive mine will always be how I've had the best support system. With you and Jennifer, and if it wasn't for y'all and the health that y'all gave me, I don't know where I'll be at with my son right now. Pronouns, pal. Who's you? Oh, <laughs> Jason. Sorry. And Jennifer. <laughs> Je- Jason and Jennifer. Y'all have been the biggest support system I've ever had. Dude, that's... No, I'm, I'm good with he that, man. not drunk this time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the last time he you said something... You can have drinks now. <laughs> the last time he said something nice like that, he was fucked up and didn't know what uh, he was talking uh, about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker, none of us were that. As soon as he got done saying that, that, he swung on us. I literally just listened to that and I was like, I'm a bad influence on people. (laughs) That's when it hit me. It took 21 fucking years, but that's when it hit me. No, hold on. 
it hits you when you listen back, not when Jennifer called and said, you need to come over. Oh, no, no, no. I've, been, I've been that before. <laughs> no, many a time. Uh, you got you to turn everything off at that point when you're young. You got to come babysit the drunk. All right, so besides your uh, Nipsey shirt. Nipsey? Yeah. 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 Why, why did I, I get into like his music after he died? Uh, Nipsey, Nipsey dude, was awesome. Dude, that was, that, Nipsey was awesome. The only other time, or the last time, before right now, and all this bullshit's going on right now, where there's a ceasefire in Compton. Groups. Yeah. And a couple other ones. Yeah. Right? Fuck Nation. Yeah. The only other ceasefire was his funeral. It was a safe zone. Yeah. Nipsey was the fucking man. I don't like modern rappers because they can't fucking rap. They're Mumble all, rap. They're mm-hmm. all fucking auto tune. You know and, how to make a rap now? Uh-huh. You. <laughs> Bob Dylan. That's fucking Bob Dylan. Bob Dylan was doing that in the fucking 60s. So, Bob Dylan was the first mumble rapper. Let's see. My moment of positivity. But Nipsey could have hanged with Pac. Yes. Oh, God. That would have been awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which, before I say mine, do you remember what Thug Life stood for? Hmm. I told them today and it blew their mind. I remember what it was going to mean. The hate you give little infants fucks everyone. That's some deep shit. Oh, Pac was on another level. Yeah, and I mean, so, I, I knew it, but I had forgot about it. When I watched the movie <laughs> The Hate You Give the other day, and they brought it up, I was like, fuck, I forgot about that. And it was, it's so appropriate right now that you've got kids that are acting out, but why are they acting out? Because they see all this fucking hate. Yeah. You're giving them look this hate. Look at Chappelle. Have you yes. ever watched Chappelle's 846? I, yeah, the new one. When he's like, yeah. look, guys, uh, I'm cool with sitting in the back seat. Y'all are doing a good job, this younger generation. So, believe it or not, I have a college degree. And when I did this college degree, we had an English 2, and we studied poetry, and Tupac mm-hmm. was a whole semester. Tupac nice. actually wrote poetry. Yeah. Dear Mama was a fucking... Yeah. Most of his songs right. started as poems. Yeah. Because he kept adding Besides hit him up. songs. First off... Or I get around. <laughs> How do you want yeah. it? Yeah. That was KC's poem. Yeah. <laughs> hit him up first off yeah, fuck the bitch and you <laughs> fuck the bitch and the set you playing yeah so moment of positivity I fucked your wife <laughs> <laughs> moment of positivity That's, again don't fuck with other some, people's that wives that was hard that was some ruthless that shit that was hard shit back in the day and uh Easy E had that one talking shit about Dre on uh Dre Day oh no no eat no. real motherfucking G's oh no no no, no. fuck you no Vaseline. Oh man, was the fucking yeah, first thing about no Vaseline and the last. No Vaseline was the very first diss track. It's when Cube left N.W.A. and shit on them for the way their manager literally was fucking fucked them over. with no, no Vaseline. Vaseline. Was they the tried first? to clap back Cube beat Easy E's ass at a party. I mean, that was it. Like, try to clap back. No, look, and if you watch it straight out of Compton, it goes over that. Then it goes right to Cube right in fucking Friday. It was fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Cube's like a dad now and stuff. Yeah, Understand. Goddamn, his son looks just like him. God damn, he does. I um, mean, just fucking What's like that him. movie that his son's in? Uh, the robbery movie? I ain't seen that one. God, it's so fucking good. It's the best. The last one, I seen him in one that came out this year, Just Mercy with Jamie Foxx and no, Michael B. Um, Jordan. I want to see that one. Uh, it's free uh, right now. God, I'll look it up as it's you're It's free on Netflix, it. YouTube, uh, Amazon Prime, about any platform. It's free right now. It's awesome. While you're looking at that, I guess my moment of positivity would be 
always be grateful for the things you have. Um, I mean, we can all sit around this table, Will's included in his family. Like, I look at Josh's kids and Jason's kids and Drew's kids and as, as an extension of my children. And I know all of them look at my kids the same way. Like, we, we care about them. We look out for them. We're proud of them when something happens in the way that uh, the podcast started last week with everybody congratulating Mackenzie. I was literally almost in tears because I didn't know that was going to happen. And when we left, I haven't even told you all this shit. She said, that was great the way they did it. I said, yeah, it was emotional for me. And then um, for everybody that came to her birthday and graduation party last year, I know you you were out of town yeah. and you were working. But just to see her face when everybody was – and at first she was like, well, not everybody that we had invited came. You know, like Aaron had to go into work. Brandon right. had to wrestle. Um, I get it. Things happen. But I said, don't look at who didn't come. Be grateful for the ones that did come. So uh, always look at what you've got. Because somebody, I promise you, somebody else is doing way worse today than you are. And uh, try to give back as much as you can. Absolutely. Tag. Uh, I'll stop right there. Uh, Den of Thieves. I have to check that right. one out. Den of Thieves is the best bank heist movie ever. I love bank heist movies. Um, maybe because I heisted it. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. It's better than Dead Presidents? Yes. It's better than Set It Off? Yes. Man, I'm going to have to watch it now. No. I'm, I'm, no. Hand, that's some shit y'all Hand to God. Oh, no. As soon as you... Queen Latifah? As soon as you was calling time out, I knew like, you were about to say Queen Latifah. I know. He <laughs> <laughs> about to say Queen Latifah. <laughs> but Dead Presidents was the shit too, though. No, look. Lorenz Tate. Den of Thieves has the best twist, turns, all that bullshit. Like, Den of Thieves. Den of Thieves. I will have to watch I'm that. pretty sure it's on, like, everything right now. Uh, um, it's not. I, I, and they do a great, like, hey, you're taking my daughter to, uh, so imagine being in Compton or, like, East L.A. Right. Oh, you're taking my daughter to prom. Come out here to the garage with all my boys. <laughs> that reminds ah. the best one. I, the best one I know of that one was Amber Young going to prom with Chip Dave. She met Dave. Oh, he met God. Dave and Uncle Alan. Ah, Alan yeah. ready to ride act without ever saying one cuss word. Boy. <laughs> Moment of positivity. Moment. Moment of positivity. I. What well, I already told y'all. You know the adoption and everything going right. forward with Emily. Uh, Jennifer actually went to a doctor's appointment yesterday, the uh, fertility doctor. We're going to try to give it another go on having a kid ourselves. Blue Chew, we really need your help now. Blue Chew, yes. <laughs> Sorry, should have made a joke there, but it, you just lobbed that one over. I had to crush that one out of the park. You didn't make that hard. Hey, Blue uh, Chew. We're <laughs> um, if hope- you need any help, just have Matt Lynch look at her. I'm sure that gets them pregnant. <laughs> Congratulate Matt. Uh, um, baby girl is beautiful, Matt and Kristen. No, um, good luck. I'll, I'll, I'll be praying for you. Yeah. That's my thing. Um, yeah, we uh, um, all the signs have been there. Right? We yeah, started. That's all we can do. We can't help you with this one. Yeah. Well, we went. I mean, we a few slap years back. Slap yeah, we can push you if you get tired. <laughs> <laughs> a few years back, we went through, and you know, she was going through. They did, you know, sampled my swimmers and everything, checking everything, and then. Everything happened where we started helping to fight for Davy, so right. we kind of put ours on the oh, back, back burner. Commendable as fuck. Yeah. No, no I'll shit. Like, no, 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 we, no you what. don't get. Yeah. That, no, look. Well, we you, give you credit. You know that. This is no. I don't. But, and I think y'all haven't put it out except for close family. Yeah. And that's what we are. Yeah. But for you and Jennifer, 
to drop everything you had planned, wanting to do, and everything else, and sacrifice for all those years to help him get his son, dude. Fuck. And put the son in the right place. Yes. Yeah. Not just get him, but put him and where keep he him and where keep, he needs to be and where he has grown. And constantly keep fighting yeah. for him because we right. know it. We know it didn't end after the first. Yeah. Day. And the yeah. amount of and change in that kid and to go to a school district that helps. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, like that the school, school right in there, this gated community is yeah, fucking... No, no, that's yes. no joke. That, like, that's yes. why... Yeah. Look, there's that a reason... That school is I, awesome. I love yeah. these teachers. Look, I promise you, I can find investors today to make a restaurant in Tavi. But the reason I don't is because of my kids. Right. Because of this school and, system. And I'm the same way my kids wouldn't go to any school <laughs> except where they go. Yeah. Uh, and right. they, they wouldn't go to the other schools around where I live that I went to. Right. So that's, that's why... I, of course, Kenzie was driving, but that's why I get up... 45 minutes early every morning to take Callie to school. Yeah, and so lots of credit to you and your wife about that. Um, no disrespect to you. No, no you know no. what I mean. That's just... Yeah, it's you, great you to do what you, you had to do. Yeah. You had to... I had to have the help. My my dad, and Drew knows more than this, my dad sold his prize 68 Camaro to give me the money to pay my lawyer and didn't even question it. Like, they asked how much money it was. I told him. He called me the next day, told me to come get it, went and tell me where it how he got it told me not that's to ask awesome. any questions that's awesome my mom called me the next night and said you know your dad sold your car and I've I've tried here we are what almost five years later yeah. and I've tried to pay him back and he won't take the first bit of money so you have to have help and even when you get on as a dad as a dad yeah as and, a dad as a single dad you couldn't make it without Jason and Jennifer I mean trust me I'm telling you dude I make almost 20 bucks an hour and if it wasn't for my parents, I couldn't function. Like, rent's outrageous. Everything's outrageous. Thank Girls God. are outrageous. Yes. Raising fucking daughters. Yeah. God bless. Because they grow so fast. Like, I was telling Jason, I bought Kenzie a pair of Jordans at Christmas. Hmm? Bought her a size six. That's what she wore. The other day, ordered a pair that uh, we were going to have to send back for a friend. That Long story. But Kylie's like, I really like those. But they're eight and a half. I said, see if they fit. Now, keep in mind, we're six months later. The eight and a half is almost too small for her. So in six months, she's grown two and a half sizes. So it's Shit. it's it's crazy. But And throughout the summer, throughout this quarantine, Davies gained like almost 15 pounds. Oh, yeah. But that's good because yeah. he's a lot like Kylie was when I first got her. They <laughs> they they had no life in them. Like, they were living, but yeah. they were surviving. They weren't living. Oh, man, just the uh, communication with Davey. Yeah. yeah. Just I mean, the, I it, his attitude, the, out, yeah. the outbreaks. I mean, the, I mean. Everything. I mean, uh, everything. Everything. Seriously. You know, we've had him at our house before. You know <coughs> I mean? Like, we babysit. Whatever you want to say. You know, right. Right. we're neighbors. I mean, realistically. and uh, In the gated community. Yeah. I mean, we don't want to trust anybody outside of the skated community. That's why we're moving in, Will. <laughs> um, oh, they've got bachelor pads. We're very uh, uh, genderfied and all that. <laughs> um, I don't know who take up more space with clothes, Will or my girls. Not me. I'm lying. It'd probably be me. We yeah. I, yeah. I, it'd probably be me. By the way, okay. I say that side, all the time, but I told them earlier, uh, I kept showing them all these shoes, like, I found a pair of Bo Jacksons that's re-released and all this stuff. And Jason goes, did you buy them? I said, they're all in my cart now. So so I go pick up uh, Rebecca up the road, went to a friend's house swimming. Comes out, she has this uh, Coca-Cola shirt on. Doesn't say Coca-Cola. You remember this shirt? Yeah. <laughs> From like 
I think I'll, I think that we bought those as gimmick shirts. Yeah, from yeah, yeah. Zooks when they were yeah, two, yeah. For, two like, for 20. Yeah, yeah, I'm No, no, this is a Rossville. Hey, Gadzooks. Oh, I know. That was gimmick that's central. That's true game in a silver pleather yeah. pants, baby. No, this is Rossville side of the road special. The Jennifer Spurlock. Yeah. Silver uh, pants. This is, I was like, why are you wearing a cocaine shirt? Right. Poor guy shirts. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So um, my moment of positivity is just my kids. Yes. Um, I mean, I just I was pulling this up. Uh, this is. If I can pull my phone up. Uh, choo -choo. No, it's a big G. Of course it is. Yeah. I mean, look. We I've did, seen that. Yeah, we kind of did the before and after. Yeah. This is five years later. Um, just. Wow. So AJ's yeah. driving now, and he's like, "Hey, I want to drive down." I was like, "Yeah, you can't drive eight hours." Da da da. Yeah. We get to the Florida line. I was like, you're doing this just to prove me wrong. Yep. He's like, no, I really. He, and he wasn't thinking about it. He wasn't. But yeah, he was. He's just fucking lightning. You know what I mean? Just like. Right. And Rebecca. <laughs> Tell me I can't. Fuck and Rebecca, you. you her smart ass. Yeah. Kind of like my daughter with the yeah, smart just, ass. Yeah, just. Look at that. Just how quick. I mean, just. Mm -hmm. I remember that day. Yeah, you were there. Dude, a, I, I mean, let's talk, yeah. let's talk real shit. I remember when she was born. Yes. When Mackenzie was born. You know what I mean? I remember yes. I remember living with you in three, she was three years old, staring over my alarm clock one morning when I woke up. <laughs> yeah. Like, hey. A big, <laughs> big toothy-ass grin because that I fucking passes it. she wouldn't get rid of. <laughs> but that that one little, one. The one she, little sprig of hair up on top of her no head. She grow no damn hair. <laughs> She couldn't grow no fucking hair, so she we take a little bit, put toothpaste in it, and push it up, and that's all the hair she had. But she kept her passy forever. Like finally, I told her one year, I said, "Gotta fucking take." We took them and hit them, and that little fucker found them. So I told her, "We've got to get rid of them." I said, "Santa, Claus, Santa Claus said he's not gonna bring you any presents if you don't leave him your sassies." So she leaves them, <coughs> all her passies. They're gone. I think we're good. So we're at TWA that night, and they had country cuz dressed up as Santa Claus. So I'm holding Kylie or, or Kenzie. On my arm right here, and she looks. I mean, she looks right dead at Santa. She goes, "Hey, fat man, where's my passies?" <laughs> <laughs> See, uh, Rebecca. A lot of people don't know this. Rebecca couldn't speak. Like, she had to do a lot of speech therapy and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. um, probably shit I put her through, or we put her through, whatever you want to say. Um, demons, right? You know what I mean? Yeah, Kenzie's um, gone through some of the same things. Yeah, yeah. Um, and now she'll cut you down faster than I will. Mm -hmm. Yeah, straight up. She has no heart. I have a filter. You know, took now. me. Now. Yeah, now. She's too young to have a Yeah, filter. it took me yeah. 20 fucking years. She's like, I think I need a filter. I was like, no shit. Yeah, I was telling them at the birthday party, Kenzie, the other day. Uh, she kept mouthing, just kept mouthing. And I, I went to grab her like this to tell her, you know, look at me when I'm talking to you. She shrugs my arm off. He just keeps on talking shit. Before I know it, she done got a Tracy Thrasher to the back of the mouth. <laughs> and of course, she's her mama's kid sometimes. She throws herself on the floor all dramatic. I was like, get your ass up. She goes, I failed. <laughs> so, uh, AJ, like, I say uh, Rebecca, because, I mean, Rebecca lives with me. When Rebecca asked to come live with me, okay, um, and when she was, she was going into middle school, or, or going into seventh grade. Mm -hmm. AJ was going into ninth. He was going into high school. He was already playing sports. Da 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 da. I wouldn't have asked him to come to live with me. Right. You know what I mean? He stayed with his mom, so I don't get to see AJ's much. AJ's working at a Chinese restaurant as a waiter, yeah, which is hilarious yeah. to me. So he comes over Wednesday. I'll explain to you what near. You yeah, I come over Wednesday, or he comes over Wednesday. He has his friend, <clears throat> and uh, 
like I'm fixing the, the Murano, right? I come in, I've got grease all over me and stuff like that. He looks at me, he's like, uh, hey, Dad, in this uh, political climate, you can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> and I just turn around. All right. Out of, like, I can name on one hand, how many people have ever had it where I can't have a comeback? Very, very few. I can name on one hand. Yeah. And probably not use all the fingers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I just was like... Well, I'm sure. done. Yeah, you can't. What can you? Yeah, say? I'm done. Yeah, he just because I had grease all over my face. I was in blackface. Let's explain this joke. And he was just like, "You can't do this in this political climate." <laughs> Did you, be. Just didn't even just like explain to me like, "No, you can't do it now." No, explain to me why. <laughs> yeah, just, that is hilarious. I mean, just you know what I mean. He's just, it's just that's that's my positivity. My kids just. I got to spend some great time with them, and that is always the best. Seeing, seeing them is. I ain't got kids no more. I got young adults. Right. And it's uh, just... It's, and it's rewarding when they get to that age. Yeah. Like, literally, watching <laughs> Kenzie... All right, well, this fucked up pandemic it is. I've seen her graduate virtually already. Yeah. But getting ready to watch her graduate on the 30th and just to know that she did make that milestone. I mean, fuck, I didn't do that. I didn't. Uh, to watch her make it... I had to go get my letters. Yeah, me too. Uh, but to watch her make that... Despite everything she's been through, a lot. Despite yeah. all that, for now, her, I'm probably the only other one that actually knows. Yeah, for her to pull through from everything she's seen and everything she was told, and still graduate, and still have the desire to want to go into the Air Force. Like she's going to take a year off to get in better shape physically, which I commend because I've never been in the military, but I'm assuming Boot that she's going to be fucking hard. So, and honestly. An 18-year-old kid's probably not ready to go to the military. They're probably not. So give her another year to mature and do that. But in the meantime, she's going to work and, and live life. And to see that, fuck, I was a part of that, that's that's the most rewarding thing ever. I mean, and to get, sit back in with Kylie and watch how she's conquered her disease that she has yeah. and how she mm-hmm. keeps it under control when she wasn't before. It's, I mean, she's a kid. She's still going to have some slip-ups. But for the most part, she's she's got it down. That To me, that's awesome. To me... That's a success as a parent. Yeah, it's not. You really want your kids to do the best. Better but you than we teach did. Better than we did. And yeah, we, we, we got to teach them that life's not fair. Mm-hmm. God is so hard when it's, you know. Yes. You know, I mean, I got five. You know what I mean? And, and three of those five are not mine biologically. Doesn't mean shit, though. Yeah, right. you know what I mean? You, you know the two oldest ones. Mm-hmm. I have raised them like they're mine. Mm-hmm. Never made a difference. Yeah, never. And then, you know... Even with the, the ex that we are all in common, you never made a difference in hers at the yeah. time. You know, I just, and, and just... We lived together. I, I mean, I've seen it firsthand. Yeah, just... To see that, I mean, fuck, if you can't do nothing else in life, make your kids better than you. And if you can't, like, if you get it over your head and you realize, shit, this isn't for me, do right by your kid. I mean, period, like... Hey, I always raise my grandparents. Exactly. Do right by that. Like, if, if you're a baby's daddy and your baby's mama's with a dude that wants to be there and you can't be there, sign your rights over. Let that dude be the daddy. All right, I got, uh, that Same actually, way with a mom. If you're going to be a piece of shit and you got a good dad in there, don't fucking fight it. Let the dad be in the life. Even if the dad doesn't like you and you don't get along, don't keep your kids from the, the other parent. That's just fucking you know, we, stupid. We had that. Language. I put that up there on yeah. Facebook. You know, first... About being a parent is respecting the mom. Yes. And you 
is not always the case. I understand right. where you're coming from. But I get where you're coming from. But too, you also, right? you still respect the mom. Yes. That's still their mother. Yes. And we don't talk about her. Right. But we, hey, 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 well, you know what? One day, what, shit can happen that changes. Mm-hmm. People can get better. Yes. But hey, I'm right here. If she does, great for her. Right. Right. You know what I mean? That's, I don't want to influence their decision on their mother because we all know she did it to me. And I know how bad that felt. So, and honestly, I'd ask them if they wanted to see their mom. Like, I don't care what the court says. If you feel like you want to see your mom, we'll make it happen. And they both don't. Right. You know what? But and anything can change. You know what? Way. Maybe one day she'll get in a better place. Exactly. Like, you know what? That's you well, still want the best. But the sister coming back. You know, you still want. The she's she's proved that that she's sorry for what happened. Yeah. And she's Shit missed happens. that time. Yeah. Shit and she's, happens. Like she's when we started this the whole that. fucking episode on, be a, shit, shit happens. happens. What we do after that? To, she's trying to be a better person, so she's welcome back in the family. Like nothing's changed. I, I, I knew it was okay with me and my kids, but when she was at the birthday party, y'all seen her. I mean, it was still Nanny and Poppy. It was still Uncle Josh and April. Still her cousins and like no time had passed. I will. No time had passed. What was the other segment you wanted to introduce? Um, people we need to push. People, how's this? Uh, Brad Cash kind of did it. Book this person. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've seen let's, that. Where you listed like 10 people. Well, it's just one them. person. Hey, let's book this person. Let's not. You can't choose the person you did last week. Okay. So that's for everybody. That so we need to, re, when we re-listen to this, make a list of. Well, I mean, just, you know, you know who you, if right. you were on the show. Last time you were on the show, you can't book this person, whatever. Okay. okay. Um, okay. So, I mean, that's more for, I mean, you're kind of a temporary, you know, you're a thrown in there host when Josh feels. Oh, when Josh needs some loving. Oh, man, fuck y'all. Well, no, we've already said you're more than welcome to come anytime you yeah, want yeah. to. Yeah, you are, now. like, literally, like, so Subterranean Circus, I'm like, they're B20. They're the B20. Oh, I got the great one of that. Oh, wait. I'll tell that one, and then I'll tell the tank story. Okay. So, working with Drew Delight at yes. Amazon. So, I rode home with him one night, uh, and it was a road home because he lives, like, a street up. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Lived it was, when, for was years. uh, Brian Rivers and I was, uh, was switching the American title meet. Oh, yeah, yeah, So yeah. I called you and I said, hey, let's do this and this. And Drew like, you know, he's still doing the Empire. And he's like, did you just get yourself an extra booking out of that? I was like, yeah. Isn't that how it's supposed to be? And it just blew his fucking mind that I called you and was like, hey, no, I need two bookings out of this. But it was because I said, instead of me just going in there and getting the title, why don't I go in there Get busted open, and then we do a bull rope match, and then to we go build it because Rivers is bringing the bull rope out every now and then, or every right. night, and he's used it sporadically. Like he, he beat Ryan House with it, I think. Yeah. And to me, that was a that was a no brainer to me. I was like, dude, we're gonna tell stories. I love telling stories. I'd rather tell a story. I would rather have a angle that lasts three months and tells a good story over a hot match that's gonna pop the crowd once. Yep. yep. I told I told that, that bring that somebody goes, the next night that next week. Yes, that goes back to what we talked about last week. That emotion, mm-hmm. you get that emotion. You get this. And anytime I could have Drew, I took him because my crowd loved Drew. Like keep in mind, half the crowd was TWE's crowd when we left, so they already knew Drew for over a year. Most of the other half was either TWA fans or fans of Empire, original UEW, or original UEW fans, so they knew him. So anytime they could see some of us original guys, they loved it. So anytime Drew was free, I'd take him. So he pitched the idea of that, and I was like, yeah. Plus, really, the first night is a night off for me because yeah. they didn't even have a match. Like, right. I think Rivers Pearl harbored him as he come in the ring and just blooded him up. I had to bust open. And you know what? I've also done that. I thought about this, something else. 
I've taken a cowbell before, busted myself open, not even for my match. Just to get, the, get they're doing a, you know, next week they're doing the, the bull rope match. I was like, well, I'll get some color for you. Yeah. So I, I took, you know, I got a payday. Yeah, get it over. After getting, a, you know, right. red equals money. Oh, yeah. So um, the first time, so I go to TWA on Ross. Funny Street. ain't money. Yeah, funny. Uh, go to TWA on... Uh, I listen to a lot of Conrad. Yeah. Rossville Boulevard, Since right? twins. Right. <laughs> and at the concessions was Rex and Tank. And I'm already like kind of smart. You know what I mean? I didn't know the term at the time. so I'm You're, you're a fan at this point. Yeah, so. I'm okay. still a fan. Like I'm not even 17. I'm like 16. I don't, I don't even think I'm 16. I'm probably 15. Like I think somebody at the church, you know, took us there. And uh, I go up there and shake their hands, and they were the heels. And Tank's like, you want to shake my fucking hand? And uh, uh, Rex was like, uh, he's got to be smart. And I just looked at him like, yeah, I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and Rex was like, no, he's not. And they walked away. <laughs> <laughs> fucking no sell my ass. I um, remember the first time I seen Tank wrestle. It was the first time I ever went to TWA in Rossville. And uh, I can't tell you the rest of the card. Like, I remember Chuck and Toy, or Adam and Toy wrestled. Cause of course, I, I knew because known, they always did. I've known Adam. For, well, that's when they were doing the young lines. They were still in jeans and the mullets. I remember ch- they wrestled Chuck and Frank because that's the night that uh, that's the night they put the uh, killers together. Okay, because Frank turned on the boys, and because uh, Jack set it up awesome, he goes, "Why don't you just take it, Adam? Why don't you just take the deal and join us?" Just like Frank did. Then Frank just starts beating the shit out of Toy and Adam. But I remember the main event more than anything because it was Woody Woodchuck versus Tank Norton for the TWA heavyweight title. God damn. And it was a TWA heavyweight title that I ended up getting from Doug that I sold to Eddie Griffin. The one that Risk made, it was made out of a stop sign that Risk gimmicked and had a cool design on it. And I remember that it had a Velcro strap on it. And Tank was Buff Daddy Tank Norton. I remember that. Oh my god! I remember that. Oh, Stu reminded me the other week, like, like all the shit that tank, all the different gimmicks that tank. You remember made. the bleach blonde with the sweater vest? That's the exactly who he, he said. Drew, you look just like Tank. Did there. you ever see that one? No, I never tank saw was that wrestling one. for Paul. He was wrestling with Duke and uh, the SOBs. Uh, Robbie from uh, yeah, the I remember pack. the SOBs. I don't remember Tank doing. Tank was their third member, and he had god, bleach blonde damn. hair. Uh, I, really I think no facial hair, a sweater vest, and khakis. And that's what he wrestled I in. I do fucking remember <laughs> yes. that. God damn. Um, See, the first time I ever remember seeing Tank was at Paul's. He's going to kill us just so all this memory goes away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it was when he was still doing the uh, Misfits. It was him and Alex teaming up. Okay. Paul was doing some big tag team thing. Which I talked to Alex the other day on Facebook. And the only it reason... forever to figure out who he was. The only reason I remember this is because uh, there was this one guy in the crowd. Everybody called him Pepe Le Pew because he was like half French and he had that accent and yeah. everything. And somebody said that uh, Alex looked like Stevie Richards. So I no shit. I can see what Paul did next. Yeah. I can no, so see the what, BWO so, tanks and no shit. Short pants. This fan with the French accent uh, fucking follows Alex to the goddamn bathroom. And he's like... The one bathroom? The one bathroom that was at Paul's. And he's like, Oh, Stevie Richards, you need a tag team partner for tonight. I'd be your partner. And then Tank comes out. He's like, I'm his fucking partner. Go the fuck on. 
right, so guy will push. Um, Draven Lee. Love Draven. Yes. I hate, I, he was at RCW last Draven week. Draven Lee has him. put in the fucking work over quarantine. Looks like looks, a fucking beast. First time I met Draven, uh, I never did the MCW show, so I never met him there. Was, we were doing a show with CJ Thorell. Probably the worst show ever. Uh, no, that was the greatest show. I got the, the show dance. never should have been this bad with the talent that was on it. Never. Should, I mean, Gunner, Sergeant Chris Melendez, Sean Schultz. Uh, fucking tell you this story. We're sitting there and it's getting ready to start. And this was the day of Fanboy, right? So we'd already been at Fanboy in Knoxville. And <laughs> I told Jaden, I was like, sorry. I was like, laugh out loud. You know, laugh out loud. This whole fucking podcast is just putting you over. He put, dear Lord. <laughs> Tell him good ways. Yeah. Like, good ways. But, so we had left Fanboy that day, and it was the day that Terry Funk was there. Uh, Akeem, or I think he was doing One Conrad? Man Gang. Huh? Conrad? No, his dad. The real oh. One Man Gang. Yeah, uh, Road Warrior Animal and all this other stuff. So CJ hadn't advertised the show at all, right? So we get there, and there's literally 30 people tops. Yeah. So they, they booked you? No, no, no. <laughs> I wasn't wrestling. Like, right. I, I was legit hurt. We brought the ring and set up and everything, and I was running the back. But he had Angelina Love, Rebel, just a bunch of names there, right? And so CJ has booked, and we're in Dayton. Mm-hmm. So CJ has booked himself, Gunner, and Chris Melendez across the mountain in Pikeville. We had to stretch for 35 minutes to get them there. So the only thing we could do was Sean Schultz is doing like some kind of foreign sympathizer gimmick because he's going to work Melendez later so he's cutting a promo and you know Schultz can cut a promo this motherfucker cut a goddamn promo I was ready to go to sleep on (laughs) I mean he he delivered the point but he kept going so I'm sitting there thinking I called called CJ no answer so I called Chad and I was like hey man he goes dude we haven't even fucking left yet god damn it so we got earpieces so I get with Rebel or Reba from AEW and tell her I was like hey we're going to do another intermission but we're going Nashville style like we gotta we gotta raffle some shit off. I was like, we can't go back for a while, we gotta buy time. She goes, Okay, um, let me get with Kat. So she goes to get with Kat to figure out what they can raffle off. And so I tell her to walk by the ring and tell Schultz to keep going, I'm coming. So I come out and I'm not wrestling. I right. didn't bring my gear. I'm in flip flops, cargo shorts and a UEW T shirt. And I get in the ring, I got my earpiece on, I got my fucking format like I'm actually yeah. directing a show. I was like, hey, man, that's enough. We, we got to go. We're, we're running out of time. And uh, he's like, what? And he comes to the ropes. I said, I'm going to walk in there and just beat the fuck out of me until it ain't fun no more. <laughs> and so like, we ended up having like a little impromptu match, just beating my ass. And we get back, and uh, they start doing the raffle. Kyle Gunner goes, we just now left. <laughs> so I think some more time. I was like, okay, Jason's in the ring now. During all this, Akeem has been sitting in the corner, right? Mm-hmm. Seeing how bad this is going. And he come up to me during in the locker room. He goes, hey, brother, I could uh, I can help you out a little bit tonight if you need it. He's That sounds just like him. Like but Every I, time I met he him. Said, he said, uh, I don't mind doing it, but I'm going to need a little. I said, brother, I got you. <laughs> so I come up with the thing in Hampton's match. Because Hampton was always supposed to get to work names at UEW. And then it always pulled them from him. So I was like, well, he can't work, gang. But these motherfuckers going to do the goddamn Akeem strut when it's over. So Hampton wins his match or whatever. Dang no, it. I wound up, I wound up having a tag with CJ in the main event because yeah, I was supposed to work. Uh, God damn, who wasn't I supposed to work? Somebody that wound up having to cancel because they double booked themselves. I couldn't. Remember. Was it me? Not no, it. it was, 
God damn, as soon as I hear the name, I'll know it. But I had to wind up work tagging with CJ. Was and... his name? Was he one of my guys? No, it's a name. Fucking. Brian Christopher. No, he was dead at this point. No, he wasn't. Uh... <laughs> he was just in jail. Now, shit, I can't remember. Uh, Vordell Walker. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I worked him at all. I love Vordell. That was, I had Strong a strong stop. Supposed to work him, and he wound up having a no show, so I had to tag with CJ and Angelina Love against whoever the hell it was. That... It was, uh, fuck me, Ronnie. That hell of a tag team. It was a big dude that wrestled in Pikeville, had a painted face and a valet. And his partner that had just. Big Heavy? No. Uh, his partner, I ended up using him. Yeah. Again, that was Matt Griffin was a part. Not Matt yeah. Griffin, Matt uh, I know you Garvin. Yeah. Uh, Damien Johnny Demento, something like that. Maybe something like anyway, that. Anyway, so we've come three hours. I had a keen do a fucking dance with Hampton, the Jive Soul Bro. It was worst show ever. <laughs> worst <laughs> show ever. Just some of the shit we just had to like. But at the end of the night, CJ was like, "Hey, I, I got everybody something." He goes, "It's not a lot, but I got everybody something." So my guys are mad as fuck. Yeah. Like. They canceled working another show. Actually, yeah. we canceled UEW canceled that the week, show to, that do week that. to do it. Yeah. And I was like, so everybody's disgruntled. I was like, hey, guys, CJ said he's got something for you. It ain't a whole lot, but it's something. I said, we'll just chalk this up to a loss. And uh, he owed me a rental fee for the ring. Okay. And uh, we go in the dressing room. And after I tell everybody to come in here, because CJ's got a little something for him, he says, I appreciate y'all coming out. Uh Wish you'd have had more people here. Didn't make anything tonight, so I don't have any pay for anybody. Yeah. Savin shows his ass and leaves. Everybody, and CJ's like, but I'll make it up to you. He said, uh, I'll be at UEW Saturday night, and I'll, I'll I'll make it up to you. He said, I can't promise you much, but everybody will get at least 10 bucks. So I thought, okay, cool. He'll, he'll honor his word. Well, then the next thing I know, we get out in the car as they're taking the ring down. Half of CJ's signed gimmicks that he got at Fanboy that time are on the ring trailer. Yep. I got two autographed Terry Funk figures. <laughs> Woody got a great birthday present that year. Uh, I think we got like 15 Angelina Love pictures and figures. Something like that. Because they were just mass signed. And I told CJ, I said, I got this stuff. I said, the boys want to hold it till you make right. And he said, that's fine. And so uh, he never made right. He, he made right made with me, right. though, because I, I charged him a low rental fee. Right. It was... Uh, just two hundred bucks. So I fuck gas. I would always get my figures from CJ. Right. So he's like, instead of giving you two hundred dollars worth of figures, I'll give you a thousand dollars worth of figures. I was like, bet. Now the deal with a figure, since I'm not running wrestling anymore, I can tell you, like guys would wrestle for the figures in lieu of pay. I would get the basic figures for three dollars a piece. They retail for ten. I would get the tag team two packs and the elites for five a piece that retail at twenty. Mm-hmm. So guys are wrestling for an elite because they're twenty, and I'm paying them five bucks to wrestle. You know, I, this is the same shit I taught you how to do pills back mm-hmm. in. The- yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah this hustle's went. Yeah, that's like I said. Had we had the other building where we had the figure set up, yeah, we'd still be running today. Yeah, see, no, no, this is I taught you this shit. Yeah. What you, remember, like yeah, you, just, you buy a wholesale here from the Mexicans, yeah, <laughs> and then you distribute it here. Yeah, that's why you always go to the flea market, big yeah. D's on Saturdays. Yeah. I, used to, used to, um, presumably uh, some of the. Car, uh, Car stereo places. Yes, the car stereo places. Especially the one by the flea market in East Ridge. It's not there anymore, so we can hey. say that one. <laughs> Alright, so we gotta do the push push somebody. You said Draven. Yeah, just he's been putting in work. That's how we got on that. I was wondering yeah. when I stunned it. So how do we get on this <laughs> story? 
All right, I got mine. Remember those pills you yeah. talked about? We yeah. consumed a few. I got mine. Zap die. You son of a... All right, now you can't you use that again. Yeah, you, that's that's all he ever that's says. That's the thing. Does he have naked pictures of you fucking a goat? <laughs> what the fuck? Does he want some? Because I'll sell him some. <laughs> Mr. Baseball 3000. Love some Bernie Mac. No, that oh, was... Oh, no, uh, Tom Selleck. Yep. Yes. I put 3000. Bernie Mac was Mr. Bernie Mac was Mr. 3000. Yeah, I combined the two. All right. Push. It's book Push. somebody. Book somebody. Book somebody local? Anybody. Just anybody. Anybody that you think can... Should, Get, be getting their name out. Honestly, I think XVI. Fuck him. He tried to kill me one night. <laughs> I he tried. He did you a phoenix splash. It was a phoenix knee drop to the face. <laughs> he is still nice. heated about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no. no, he's he's a good kid. Yeah, yeah. He listens. Whoa, he's a good kid. Is that like a nice guy? No. No, 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 I don't think I've ever met this. He's kid. actually a good kid. He is listens. He kid with he's a kid this big around. Yeah, yeah, he is. Okay, okay. I've seen him. I don't know who he is. Yeah, he. He listens. He'll do whatever. Just a young kid in the business. I agree with him. I took I, I took a match just to help help him. Are we yeah. thinking this the local guy? No, I don't okay, give a fuck. Okay. I, I, got, just, I, I got two then. All right. Um, book fucking Joe Black. Gotcha. If you're not booking Joe Black, book Joe Black. The other one is uh, WWE. Hold on, WWE. Book Joe Black. Book Joe Black. Wasn't that that? Uh, nice meet Joe. Rat Pit. Actually, <laughs> uh, Joe Joseph Black Cloud is what he wrestles as now. Gotcha. Uh, book him. And the other one, I would say, I, I got three, I'm sorry, would be <laughs> the captain, Sean Dean, uh, GPW heavyweight champion. Okay. Yeah. Uh, been on, doesn't look familiar. <laughs> yeah. Looks like Gustav. Uh, he's been on AEW Dark a lot. Uh, and the other one would be David Ali. I agree. David, yes. yeah, actually. Um, David is phenomenal. We so, use David and Sean at the best of the best. And I've watched them both work before. I've watched uh, Sean... At GPW and David at um, Southern Honor mm-hmm. and beautiful, yeah. really. And David is one of those that when uh, Stephen Platinum, <laughs> which if you're not watching his videos, watch him by all yeah. means. Um, they did the promo challenge a year and a half ago, so that would have been 2018s. Uh, shit all over David Ali. Uh, shit all over his work. Shit I, over I remember everything. this. And then Ali took that and became the most improved wrestler in the state of Georgia last year. Um, and uh, the girl he's with, uh, Shonda Royal, uh, phenomenal as well. Yeah, great singer too. Yeah, we used her to sing uh, National Anthem of the Best of the Best. Um, that would be my three. I'm sorry, uh, David, I won't mention those again. David um, actually was talking to him, one of his friends, a different doctor I go to. <laughs> I figure this shit out, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Um, instead of drug dealers, I think, <laughs> but a different dog uh, was friends with David. I think I've had three matches with him. Probably his third match, his seventh match. You know what I mean? Like so good. Um, and just Updated. he just loves wrestling. He wants to wrestle, Man. and that's it. Um, and he's good. Yeah, he he's, he can wrestle he'll, 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 anybody. He will be really. He's still. It's not even clicked for him yet. He's that young. It's not even. Clicked yeah, he's he's not. Who's yours, Wilbur? <laughs> I'm gonna go Ben Carter. I agree. Yeah, I've seen him. I like Ben. No, he's uh, yeah. he's putting the world likes Ben too. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, no, that's that's the kid that's that come a, from Rollins School. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, the British kid. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. No, that's part of like him liking that. Kid. Oh, I know. That's part know. of like the hey, appeal. Hey, he's a good-looking kid. Back in the day, there was a name for guys like that. Blowjob baby. Blowjob baby faces. Do you know why that was used? 
they wouldn't really call them baby faces. They were, you were just called a blowjob. Like if you were a young, pretty guy, mainly they did a lot in the Memphis territory. They were called blowjobs. And the reason that was because if you got an attractive young guy in your territory, who's going to pay to see him? Women. Attractive okay. young girls. If all the attractive young girls in town are going to the wrestling matches, where's the horny guys going? Wrestling matches. Yep. Exactly why. And it still works to this day. I don't care who you are. If you got... There's a reason why bars have uh, ladies not. Ladies yeah. free drinking. Low cover for the women. Yes. Free until 11 for the women. You get there and it's nothing but women. But there's... And, and honestly, you still do that at times. And it still costs like, you a dollar for a beer at the... Yeah. Country. yeah. <laughs> for me. <laughs> Which there's... There's you when I talked to Pierce today. There's your rocking country story, buddy. We'll we'll talk more about those. He wanted me to... Uh, we'll have to do it again, but go into the... The uh, mall gimmick. The mall gimmick and talk about wrestling under a hood and having to change your style and all that. All so right, we can yeah. cover that at another time. Because it's getting late. Yeah. yeah. And you got something to plug and I've yeah. got something to plug. So go ahead and knock you yours out. Go ahead. Yeah. All right, give me just a second. Okay, well, I'll go ahead and plug mine then. Uh, July 11th, NGWA at the Subligna Community Center, Somerville, Somerville, Georgia. You got a Chattooga County street fight with the Revolution versus HCP. Yes, HCP is still around. Who's the Revolution? Uh, Dakota Outlaws and Austin Tyler, but I think Austin Tyler is injured at the moment. He broke his leg. Yeah. Yeah, I just said he got out of surgery. Uh, and then heavyweight title match, Stu Valentine versus Frenchie. Nice. And then... I bet the, they're going to stay vertical. Probably so. Frankie Under and over three bumps in that whole match. Under over. I'll take the under. I'll take, I'll take, I'll the, take the under. I'll take the under. Uh, yeah. Two and a half. Two and a half bumps. Does that count as Frenchie's role? No, yeah, I'm counting okay. hitting the ropes. And then the open challenge for the tag team titles... The Hatriots taking on all comers. What are you doing, eleventh, Drew? Uh, I don't know. He's I'm, already booked. I'm, I think they have a players' club shirt yeah. still. <laughs> uh, also, uh, Luke. Yeah, Luke will be there against that fucking asshole that hit my daughter. Bet I won't do nothing about that. Uh, who else is on here? <laughs> Looks like. Yeah, that's Drew Game's picture right there. There's Luke Patterson. You got the Red Dragon. You got you Christian Garrett. Should I just sent all my naked pictures? You should send him the Santa Claus picture I first. I did. Okay. A, yeah. <laughs> if Tyler he says that won't work, then yeah. you send him naked pictures. Hey, actually. Hey, speaking of Luke And quick, Cameron Cox. More Cox? Yes. A, of the Cameron Roxanne. The only variety. person to uh, use my uh, Santa picture was uh, Cross nice. in the old TWA picture. Um. Luke messaged me the other day and talked about the podcast and how he liked us putting him over and because we're blah, the only blah, people that will. And uh, he said, uh, if we ever wanted to do business together, talking about the two shows, he's up for it. So that <laughs> nice. might be something we look forward to in the future to bridge the gap. I got a couple things. Um, Tyler wants me to go over last week. Uh, we had seventy people, uh, roughly, still following social distance guidelines. <laughs> Kevin Ryan defeated Nate Wild. Chris Lightning defeated Ethan Cage. By the way, guys, I cannot find a fucking Canadian penny. <laughs> That's funny. You're watching the match I just talked about. Yeah. It's just not, um, Chris Lightning is still alive? Uh, yeah, he Holy came shit. back last. Uh, he came back at the cages. Um, I cannot find a Canadian penny, guys. Um, I'm I tagged looking. with that guy one time. A Canadian penny? No, Chris Lightning. You bought his gear, too. No, you bought Gans' gear. I bought Gans' gear. All right. Uh, Brandon Collins defeated Chris Crunk. Uh... 
Then it was uh, the Freak Draven Lee defeated the Maniacal Zach Malone in a Freak Open Challenge. Wow, I bet that was good. Said the match was loaded with creepy, crazy antics. After the match, Charles Allen came out of a casket and pledged his allegiance to Zach Malone. Before the light went out, before the lights went out, and Malone's former partner Mike Clay appeared for the first time since November to side with Draven Lee. Hmm. So that's some good right. tag ship brewing right there. Landon Priest with Logan Chase defeated Jess Wade. Okay. Jess Wade, the first time we met him was at Gabby's. Yep. Jess Wade and Racer X. God damn. Uh, RCW heavyweight champion CJ Holloway defeated Chris Gans. Now, this week... Um, let me Wait, the cruiserweight it. champion took on the heavyweight? Cruiserweight is in air quotes. Hey, Have you watched the video of his match with uh, or the highlights from the still standing? No. I, I've tried watching Chris Gans highlights so many times. It's always just a blank fucking screen. Well, the, hey, <laughs> this, this one you had to watch. Just watch the still standing highlights. Malone, I'm sorry, uh, not Malone. Um, Josh Vaughn goes for a twisting moonsault type gimmick off the top of the cage. Mm -hmm. Misses. Comes up to his feet. Gans hits him with the scale. And oh, fucking... Kills him with oh, the yeah. scale. That shit was loud. <laughs> so I just want you to know, blood. going to one of the doctors I went to this week, I weighed one. Uh, I weighed two oh five. Live, hey, hey. Uh, back in the cruiser. Yeah, I'm a cruiser. Hey, remember when Jason told me he was under two twenty? At UEW, I kind of said, "Hey, let's put the cruiserweight title on Jason. Yep, he deserves yep. it." <laughs> so before I talk about this week, uh, when I read you the guys, this is going to prove. <laughs> How great Tyler is at booking and uh, even coming up with finishes. Like, Tyler, when we get there, he's got everything planned out for this week, the next week, and usually a week or two in advance. So, about a month, he's already got booked up and he's already got finishes laid out. And then he tells me and Logan the finishes. We have we go over in our production meeting, we go over it with the guys, all three of us in the dressing room or in the office there. And then you kind of branch off and get with your guys and go over small little details. But the guys that he books and the way he comes up with finishes makes it so easy for Logan and I just to get his direction to these guys. So this is what we've got confirmed for the you next show. The, the, the finishes of a real match. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Wait, we're not fucking kayfabe on here. I'm sorry. <laughs> when did we start that? I don't know. Fuck it. Yeah. He, he, I've been drinking. Like he'll book all the guys and then he'll come up with all the finishes and we just we just have put to put the matches together. Yeah, we yeah. just had to put it together for the guy. Being and a, that makes a fucking it, agent. Wow. Yes, and it's so easy because he knows what the fuck he's doing. Like Tyler said, so up, he's got a bottle of bourbon, like right here, a Tyler, bottle of whiskey, and like this big board with some fucking strings going this way and this person next to <laughs> it. Tyler's not drinking at the shows anymore. Oh, I mean, I know. I mean, at home, you know, he's just. I don't know what is. I don't know what his mad scientist is at home. Yeah. But like I said, since I've been there, he's. <laughs> He's not booked a bad card. And the no, finishes, I, all the finishes make sense. I've been putting Tyler for three years now. And, yeah. and from a guy that's booked numerous shows, coming up with finishes is sometimes the hardest part. I mean, Bischoff himself says, WCW would have succeeded if we had finishes. Yes. And the reason it's that way is because you Hey, so to, what's the finishes this week? I got. A, I don't have those. I yet. got a bookie. That <laughs> you got a bookie. <laughs> Tyler. You can send the finishes for last week, and we'll put that over. Yeah. Uh, we already did. Um, but it just shows how smart Tyler is about the business, and that's the main reason Chatsworth is where it's at. Yeah. Now, it's it's nothing I've done. It's nothing Logan's done. It's, Premier, North Georgia. It is the best show in the Chattanooga, North Georgia area. Ah, TWE, 
Chattanooga. I'll, I'll put our shows up against them. I'll put our shows. I'll put Still Standing up against any show that's ran this year. Southern TWE. Honor, TWE, Anarchy. I will put that show against anybody. I'll crowd reaction and everything else. Uh, not knocking anybody. That's just. Hey, I know I'm good. Look, that's I, just, that's just you know confident. I've always been. Let's that's how cocky or con- convinced we are. Cocky, whatever you want to call it, in the product that we're putting out. And like I said, it starts with Tyler. Like, there's no input from us on who to book, or there's some input on who not to book, right. of course, and like who we'd like to see. Like I told you earlier, he uh, he's fired two guys over their uh, uh, Facebook posts right. and things like that. Okay, here uh, we have a hard call time of seven o'clock. One guy that we all know really well is notorious for being late. Was late Saturday. He got pulled from the card. Nate got put in his spot. Uh, he showed up after 7 o'clock without calling and saying he was going to be late, so Tyler pulled him. And I told Tyler when he told me that the other day, I said, I got mad respect for you. And his exact words were, you set rules, somebody breaks them, you have to use them as right. an example. Um, so that's the thing. Like, I'd be late, but you'd you let me know. Yeah. You'd, um, all right, let's go on this little before you hit that. All right, guys. So your social media has a reflection on you and everybody around you. The company you work for, work for the wrestling company to work for. Yeah. Guess what? I'm telling you right now, and I know this for a fact from people that have been there and people that probably will go there soon. When you sign that great contract with that WWE, before you even sign, yeah. It. All right. You know what you give up? You give up every password to every social media you have. And if you think we're lying, go back and listen to AEW Unrestricted Podcast with Britt Baker. I listened to it last night while playing video games. And she said that the main reason she didn't get hired by WWE was because of an eight-year-old tweet. Um, Seth Rollins' side piece yes. <laughs> got fired because of an eight-year-old tweet. A friend of ours... Uh, posted some political stuff on Twitter and has got him and his two partners pulled off SmackDown. Yep. 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 Um, just And you look at it like that, the McMahons are fully pro-Trump. Yeah. So ideally you think they would support that, but they don't because what you do when you do that is you alienate your fan base. Uh, and I'll say the two guys, uh, and I won't because I don't know if Tyler wants it out, but both of them had been talked to by Tyler and Logan and told why their reasoning for not posting this stuff was. And one of them, we had huge plans for. Like, he was about to he was about to be the top Yeah, don't say the name. Don't say the name. That's, and, and, let them learn from this. They, yeah, and they've ridiculed. been told. And so then Tyler cut it. And the other one was just cut the other day after a post on Facebook. I messaged Tyler and asked him, you know, what's this about? And he said his exact words were, <laughs> not his choice. And I said, okay, details. And he told me that political post, uh, wouldn't went and quit posting his political beliefs on Facebook. And here's another, if you want to post your political beliefs on Facebook, you do have that freedom of speech. But also remember that there's going to be backlash. There's going to be, there's going to be people you offend. So my suggestion would be have a insert guy's name here, like page for your wrestling and your personal page is just that. It's personal. Take all the wrestling fans off of it, send them to your like page, then post whatever you want to on that page. If there's nobody from wrestling that's going to see it, then you're good. But right. if you're if you're using your actual social media to promote your wrestling, sorry, to promote your wrestling, 
then there you can't post what you yeah. want to. Now look, I'm I will say what the fuck ever, right? Everybody right. knows that, right? Yeah. I have no problem. Look at my social media. Yeah. Look at my social media, and that comes from Julie. Let's straight up. And that also comes from I send all the really good shit to Cameron Cade. Yes. There's a pro tip, guys. Can you send it to him now? Uh, yeah, he gets in there. Um, okay, I wasn't sure. Uh, pro tip: uh, Have a friend that don't give a fuck, and send that shit to them. Yes, let them take the heat. Yeah, wheels open, literally. Yeah. Hit him up on. But on grinder. That's the thing. Backpage.com. <laughs> I'm nowhere near ever gonna be desperate enough to use grinder. He says that today. We'll check with him when Josh turns over tonight. <laughs> No, no. <laughs> Natural lube. No. Right. Um, but like you were saying, this it's a reflection of the company you work for, uh, your shoot job, your wrestling job, and where you want to go. I had, in the future. I had to, when I, I when I work where I'm at now, I had to sign a contract. Where I'm at now, we had to sign a contract that we would not because we do a lot of uh, a lot of government work. Right. So we have to sign a contract stating that we will not discuss any of our business tactics. Any of that stuff. I also signed that I, I can't, uh, basically, a no compete. I yeah. can't work with a company. I can't take a second job with a company that's similar. They monitor our social media, uh, especially when the coronavirus hit. We oh, had to sign another one. Yeah, that, you don't think I don't? Because uh, oh, yeah, we had, HIPAA is we, like we did have a case. And when that first happened, there was no reported cases in Walker right. County at the time. So we had to sign a non-disclosure that we wouldn't discuss anything about coronavirus on our social media. You know, not even anything is the CD says there's this many cases. And I mean, yeah, I can't share any of that no, shit and, either. And if you look at my social media, like I post what I believe in, but I don't post political. And it, the only political stuff I do is Black Lives Matter. Well, I was going to say, if you think that's political, I don't think it's political. Right now, no, I, I, I don't just, think no. it's political. Um, just a decent human being. I, 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 think it's, I think it's being that's a just, decent human being. I can't and be and quiet. if that costs me a job or that costs me a position with a company, then I will I will gladly bow out right, and I will go away because racial been, equality matters. Right, Your right, political. I talked to DeWitt today. And We've been down since day one. Yes. Day one. Here, and, that, and that goes with racial, sexuality, mm-hmm. whatever else. You know, and, right? And Tyler's, day one. Tyler's on that same thing with us. Um, his exact words he told to one of these guys was, you're not important enough for your political beliefs to matter. And I agree with that. God, why? Yeah. Some people need to fucking hear that. Yes. Damn right. Like I said, another reason Tyler is so smart. Like, I honestly never thought that I would be doing anything in Chatsworth. I honestly didn't. But like I said, even when I was running UEW, Tyler would message and we would talk and I made a comment uh, back and forth, maybe with something Brad was on, and it was uh, it, somebody said something about Chatsworth. I was like, yeah, that's where wrestling goes to die. And Tyler took that offensive. Yeah, I and remember that. He met, yeah, you were you were there. Yeah, I was, I was backing Tyler up. Yeah, he messaged me, and I was like, <laughs> in context, I see what you're saying, but let me explain it to you. I said, and that, that was no knock on you. Kevin Walker was still running at the time, and it was it was Bo James because he had wrestled for Kevin right. Walker the week before he came to UEW. And I said, that's no, no no knock on you. What I see you're doing is you're improving. And then um, when we shut UEW down, he reached out a few times and was like, come watch. So I went and watched. And then he was interested in the belt. So I sold him the belt and kind of helped him that night. And I could see the changes that he had already started making. And 
like I said, let me read you this card for Saturday right. night, and just keep in mind, Tyler books all these guys. I know the, I don't know the finishes yet, but sure, I got, I got a book. He's gonna have all the finishes, but uh, our next show is gonna be Saturday, July the eleventh, uh, eight oh six North Second Avenue, Chatsworth, Georgia. Uh, doors open at seven. Bell times at eight. Tickets are ten dollars for adults, five dollars for kids. If you got a group of four that wants to come, we got four packs of tickets for twenty five dollars. That's a fifteen dollars saving on That's four tickets. Right there. You can't yeah. beat. Yep, can't beat it. No. But uh, the card for that night is going to be heavyweight champion CJ. Sorry, I had to spit. CJ Holloway. Against Logan Chase, New Beast, Landon Priest. CJ's a big guy. Landon's, Landon's a big old boy, too. It'll be a good one there. Yeah. And this one is the early 2000s, mid-2000s top tag team against one of the top tag teams. Now you got Thunder and Lightning, Chris Gans and Chris Lightning against uh, Beauty and the Beast, Nate Wilde, and Ethan Cage. And people don't realize it. They really, yeah. they, yeah. Uh, Johnny Viper makes his return after losing the heavyweight title against Paul Manson. Here's you one. Jake Murphy returns to Chatsworth, Georgia to take on Dorian Crow. And guys, this motherfucker right here, might, it's going to be probably match of the night, might be match of the year. Cyrus the Destroyer returns to take on Toby fucking Farley. God damn. Now, I'm I'm thinking that that's going to be a lot of the really soft hits to each other. Yeah, it's just going to be a, it's mean, going to be light. They're going really to knock light, they're going to knock each other's dick <laughs> in the dirt. I mean, I'm telling you if you Toby may lose another ball. If, <laughs> then we can't say hey, one the you yeah. want a beer anymore. Uh if you've never seen Toby Farley wrestle, Toby Farley is some guy that me and Jason and Drew have known since he was 15 years old coming to TWA. Uh Student of the game, a fucking prodigy. He's come a long way, but he is—he wrestles what he calls Southern Strong Style. Now, what that means is he's got the hard-hitting kicks and strikes from a Japan wrestling aspect, but he knows how to tell a story with a Southern-based wrestling. He—I got brought in for Toby. Is Toby's amazing? When Tyler told me that, and uh, this is actually a podcast exclusive. Tyler's not posted this match yet. We're we're sharing it with you first, so. By the way, shout out Tyler. I know we put you over a lot on this shit. You, you can't out drink me. Don't try. My God, he'll try though. <laughs> hey, look. Uh, there, there's a uh, some other people that I will Some not call on this podcast because I know as soon as I call this one name out on this podcast, I will end up in a ditch. Drunken pictures taken. David Young. No, uh, the other one. Oh no. I will not call that person Let's out. Leave that one alone. But I did out drink that person. Technical knockout, but I'll take it. <laughs> a win's a win. Tracy Smothers, my witness. A win's a win. And uh, which, by the way, Tracy's doing great. I don't good. know if you've heard. He's, um, he's doing shout out to the uh, Armstrongs. Good. good. Um, yeah. Who? Yes. The Armstrongs. Armstrongs. His mom. Who? Gail. Oh yeah, yeah. The Armstrongs are a great family, and um, uh, also uh, rest in power to Killer Tim Brooks. Yeah. Um, because we got one minute left on. Three and a half fucking hours. <laughs> God damn, y'all talk too fucking. And we hours. still didn't talk shit. I know. Well, I mean, we talked about stuff that needed to be talked about again. Yeah, we we got wrestling stories, believe it or not. We yeah. can't be well, funny with all this serious shit going on, guys. Hey, hey be a good shit, fucking person. Be a Don't good be fucking racist. person. 
Uh, don't Check out Drew Games OnlyFans. Be grateful Check for out. what you have. Uh, love your children. Yes. Um, uh, love your gay friends. Love your black friends. Um, love yourself. Love each other. As a man, be vulnerable. Show, Show your com- emotions. Show compassion. Um, As RuPaul always says, if you don't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else? Amen. Hey, fuck. There you That's go. It. Bye, guys. Perfect. Hey, what's up, fuckers? Sorry it's taking so long to get the episode out to you guys. We had a little bit of an issue with the recording app and the podcast app syncing together this morning. Uh, I wound up having to edit out about 30 minutes worth of the podcast. Uh, The stories you missed, we will make sure to tell again. I was Ben talking about Woody kicking his ass one night. And the other one was about another person following a wife into the showers with a video camera and getting his ass kicked. So make sure you tune in to the next time that Ben is on here so we can get that, get those stories out to you guys. Once again, sorry for the delay on everything. I just wanted to make sure I would be able to get the podcast out to you guys today. So I tried everything I could without having to cut any out, but it just didn't work out that way. So hopefully you enjoyed this episode. We'll talk to you guys again next week. Peace out, fuckers.